deep in London's beating heart lies a wall. A lock door it be if you know the call. For if the wall steps aside, be not afraid of what you see. Cause the wizard world is opened up as has the griffin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Shrieking Shack. This is a Harry Potter reread podcast for lapsed fans. I am your host, ZC. And I'm Liz. And Liz, we are back after after a little break. Um, mm-hmm. It's the weather's fault, quite it is, literally. It is the weather's fault. Yeah, <laughs> that is not a not an exaggeration. Uh, mm-hmm. We had a, we had a snow day last week. We did. How how are you feeling after taking a week off and then having to read this chapter? Like 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 not to get into our chapter right away, but just like this was quite a chapter to take a break on. Uh, feeling, feeling great, feeling like I didn't understand it at all, so, so ready to, yeah, ready to, to figure it out live on air. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, when, when you messaged me last week, you know, we're saying, like, hey, uh, work's gonna be crazy, uh, I was like, you know what, honestly, maybe, maybe not the worst chapter for this to, for this to happen on, because I, I, you know, at that point I'd read it once, right? Sure. And I was like... I was like, you know, okay, I'll take another crack at it. I can, I can take another week to kind of pick this thing apart, um, which I did, and I feel like it sort of drove me to madness. Yeah. Kind of like, like looking at an Elder Scroll style. Right, but you did put it in sort of the time chamber, uh, <laughs> let it, let it percolate yeah. a little bit. Um, yeah. So you, you'll be able to help me figure it out. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. Had you read it at that point? No, like, no. I no. read it for the first time last night, and I, I just about cried. I just no. about had real tears. I was like, I don't understand this at all. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was wondering, right? Because I was just like, because I, I was, you know, I, I usually read a few days beforehand. Uh huh. Um, and and I had no idea whether you had read it yet, and so I was just like, Are you going to be? Is this going to be? I, I don't know which, which was no which would no have been I'm worse. not okay I'm not okay if that's the question I'm like I'm like literally literally have been working twelve to sixteen hour days since last Wednesday no day off and then yeah. I get I get home yesterday and I'm like had to read this fucking chapter and I'm like I do not but, I don't know what's happening but, but like I my my like. My wonder is whether or not that's like better than the alternative. Like, I'm curious whether, because because obviously this is not ideal. Oh um, sure. But but what <laughs> if what if you had read this thing last week like I did, and and not only did you you know have to end up working sixteen hour days, but you were uh, working sixteen hour days while thinking about whatever the fuck happened in this chapter. That's that's true. But I gotta say, like being so run down, getting home, reading this, it might it might have been actually the way to do it because it's sort of like a spiritual experience. Like I think <laughs> I think that I I went to King's Cross Station. You went to Purgatory. I did. We're, we're like, oh god, here we go. I'm in the crossroads between worlds. I definitely read a few paragraphs, like actually ten times. Like, yeah, oh, gotta start that, start that one yeah. over. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. That's all right. We'll, That's all right. Yeah, we'll we're get gonna into figure it out. We're gonna figure it out here on the show. Um, <laughs> yeah. What a this is the dark confluence the ley line we've tapped into mm-hmm. uh kind of kind of threw a brick at you here a little bit yeah kind of yeah. unfair a uh-huh. little unfair a little i mean i mean maybe it's it's just it's just the the universe balancing itself out in really dark ways you got the you know 
we you got the Snape jersey. Right, yeah. And the ley, you know, the then the ley line gives and the ley line taketh away. I well, suppose. Well, I, I gotta say, I'm I'm a, I I got pretty low on laundry here because again, it's the you know work, come home, pass out, do it yeah. all again. Yeah. It it was just a few more days, and it was about to be Snape Jersey at work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been. Well, I was about to say that would have been delightful, but I guess not really in this context. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, we'll 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 get to it. We're going to get to King's Cross. Oh, Station. yeah. Uh, but before that, we have a little bit of news to catch up on that sure. happened this week. Um, that Harry Potter TV show uh, that uh, that everyone was excited about. The talk of the town. <laughs> sure. Yeah. The talk of Tinseltown. Yeah. Uh, for for uh, a week or two. Um, guess what? We were 1000 percent right about that. Uh, because we're geniuses and we're smart and we know how TV works. Yeah. Um, uh, so the chief content officer at HBO uh, wrote an email at the deadline. Uh, Being like, yeah, we literally talk about it every year. Yeah. In the last <laughs> yeah. 10 years. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Today, Casey Bloys, uh, chief content officer at HBO and HBO Max, told Deadline that it was very early days. He said that there were no writers attached, adding, I wouldn't even say it's embryonic at this point. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so we, yeah. It turns out that when you own Harry Potter, you're probably always at least talking about like, hey, we should like make a show out of this, huh? Hey, should we do something with hey, this? Should we do something with this? What do, do we got? I... We got this Harry Potter thing. We doing anything with that? <laughs> we doing anything with Harry Potter? Does anyone? Well, we'll talk next year, I guess. Did anyone call dibs on that? Right. Um, there are some <laughs> very funny other uh, uh content in here. Uh. He did admit that owning the franchise, which has spawned 11 movies in a theme park, was a boon for parent company Warner Media. Oh. I, I, he admits that owning the franchise is a boon. Like, yeah, man? Oh, he owning ad- Harry Potter is pretty good? He admit it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing in development, but I think it's fair to say across Game of Thrones, Harry Potter, and DC, these are franchises that Warner Media enjoys, and it's a big advantage for us. So there's always going to be interest in doing something of quality from these properties, he told Deadline. That's so crazy. Like the Snyder Cut. Yeah, just like that. Just like the Snyder Cut. Can we mm-hmm. get... Can we... Can, okay, so you... You were at work. You've been at work for 16 hours a day. You've been You've been toiling away. How did it feel when you saw that the Joker says we live in a society in the trailer for the Snyder Cut? I felt nothing. <laughs> I feel I feel nothing. Again, I'm beyond. I'm in purgatory. The auteur's respect. Auteur's respect. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, there's also been rumors last year that it, so this was new to me, by mm. the way. Uh, there's been rumor, uh, rumors since last year that a series focusing on Jude Law's younger version of Dumbledore uh we're being muted although they've already made that they're making that that is fantastic beast that's fantastic beast that's what that is i wonder i wonder if <laughs> i wonder if that that idea got because i mean these are just ideas right no one's writing this no one these aren't projects that are green lit or anything sure i wonder if someone said Hey, what if we just like made a TV show with Jude Law on the Hogwarts set instead of spending whatever we need to make on these fucking Fantastic Beast movies? Yeah, fair enough. Honestly, that seems like, yeah, like that seems like an idea that it would have at least gotten floated. Maybe I mean Jude Law's done TV before. He's done Young Pope. 
uh, and that other show that I can't remember where he did like a, there's some we- Jude Law is in some weird shit on TV. He he did a show and I can't remember what it was called, but he did a show that did like a five hour live episode. Like oh. that was a stage play or something. That's yeah, weird. Super fucking weird. Yeah, he's 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 da- he's down for some weird stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so I you know I guess he's he's definitely not above doing TV stuff. He's not a movie only actor, but um, yeah, I don't know if Young Dumbledore. I mean, like I know J.K. Rowling wants that for sure. Re- after reading this chapter, especially Dumbledore, like she's definitely not lying. She says Dumbledore's her favorite character. She loves Dumbledore. Uh, she should have just written books about Dumbledore then. Yeah, yeah, probably. <sighs> anyway, so that's that. We were right. Uh, uh, they are talking about making a Harry Potter TV series in the same way that they are always talking about making TV shows. So Great, yeah. Another point for the Shriek cast there. Yeah. Uh, we do have some Fantastic Beasts movies news, though. Mm. Uh, actually, a kind of an addendum, too, that I didn't bring up here, but did you see... Uh, uh, Mads, Mads is like sad Valentine's Day video stuck in his hotel room. Yeah, I did. I love that. <laughs> that was, that was like a really interesting, that was like a boyfriend experience video. Mm-hmm. It's like a, like POV, uh, Mads Mickelson is complaining about his job to you. Sad, video. sad, sad at home after work. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> Um, Imagine comforting Mads Mikkelsen after a hard day of work <laughs> on Valentine's Day, on Valentine's and it's Day. Valentine's Day. Yeah, <laughs> he had to work on Valentine's Day mm-hmm. on the Fantastic. Well, so I'm a little confused about that because he because he was complaining about how how you know he was stuck at work all day, right? And and as far as we know, Fantastic Beasts filming was shut down, hmm. and that's where he was, I think. Unless he's like not, maybe he's got working. a side hustle. Yeah, I mean, like he could be working on like another movie or show or something, and then because I I don't know if he's been on set yet for uh Fantastic Beast because and this this is how I dovetail into the other news story. Uh, the actress who plays Tina, uh, Catherine Watterson, uh, she uh gave an interview recently. Where she let slip that um, she doesn't have any scenes with Mads Mikkelsen in the next movie. This is classic J.K. Rowling, um, which is don't have the characters interact. Yeah, this is weird. This is and a classic like, strategy. Yeah, like yeah. So Catherine Waterston, she said, you know, I hung out with Mads in Venice. We were there at the same time this summer, and I've never met him before. And I had a great time with him. He's totally lovely. But that was before he was cast. I think it was just before he was cast. And I we don't have anything together in the film, so I don't know what it's like to work with him. Unfortunately, but maybe someday <laughs> we will. This marketing marketing blitz is gonna be a disaster. Yeah, what the fuck? So so like, I I I posted this on the Twitter last week, and sure. I was like making fun of it, like this is surreal. And a bunch of people, I think, forgot about like or, or like just just like don't you know they they were spared the 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 turmoil of watching the last movie. Mm. And they were like, you know, well, why does she have to interact with Grindelwald? Because she's not the protagonist or whatever. But, like, the big thing that happened at the end of the last movie was that her sister joined the wizard Nazis. Right, yeah. 
So her not having any anything to do with Mads Mikkelsen is kind of strange, right? Like, that's that's weird. You're you're not, I guess, not gonna like say, "Hey, fuck you for brainwashing my sister," or like, "Hey, where's my sister?" or nothing. Was she in the crowd at the end of Crimes of Grindelwald during Grindelwald's like meeting? Tina or Queenie? Yeah, oh, Tina. I think she was, yeah, she was there because she, she like, helped uh, Newt and Theseus, I had to remember what his name was, Theseus. Uh, in the, in the like, blue dragon fire fight, I think. Right, yeah. I think she was there helping out with that. So she saw, I think she saw uh, Queenie, Queenie's betrayal. So I'm, I'm... Uh, I, I mean, she's I, kind of a main character, right? Yeah, she's. I mean, she's she's the main love interest. She's the romantic she, lead. Yeah, and she's got she like does some stuff on her own in the in the second movie. Like she does a little investigating. She goes to see. I think it's her who goes to find Nicholas Flamel, right? Like, I sort of thought she wasn't. Like, I know that she's not the main character. Like, I guess that's Newt, but I sort of thought it was like a Newt Jacob Tina movie yeah i kind of consider that's them the like squad, the main right that's the golden trio right there mm-hmm. the the bronze trio um yeah i i because because the whole thing in the the last movie was that like she fucked off to paris because she thought that newt was was uh in love with the the not love good the um lita Little Lestrange, right. Um, and then they have that, like, chance meeting, and then she, like, re- reluctantly joins his squad, and then they're, like, doing buddy cops. Th- so, yeah, she's she's a main character-ish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very weird. And it makes me wonder if, even with the recast, the script got arranged to the point where like the reduced role of Grindelwald in the third one, you know? Oh, right. Yeah. Cause that was floating around. And I'm curious if like, by the time they had, uh, gotten Mads signed on, it was like, well, all the, you know, all the, all the gears are turning, the pieces are moving. We can't like go back to the version with more Grindelwald. We built the sets already. Right. Like, I don't know. Right. So that, but that's just very weird. Like having having one of the main protagonists who has a direct personal connection to the villain not just say like, "Oh yeah, I don't talk to the villain in this movie." It's really weird. I mean, I I sort of feel like it's normal just because of all that like sort of talk about Marvel movies. Like I just sort of assume that this is how blockbusters are made now. It's like the actors are just like, "No, I don't know what the story is. And no, yeah. I don't interact with this actor." Yeah. That, that's the other thing, right? Is is maybe the unsaid thing here is like, I do have a scene with Grindelwald, but I recorded it in a green screen room and it's going to be like, you know, two people not actually in the same room <laughs> right. cut together. That's entirely possible. But yeah, I just, I don't know. I found that very strange. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, moving on, we have a little bit of J.K. Rowling news. A school did the thing that uh, her characters could never do and uh, changed the name and uh, uh, origin of the evil house. Wonderful. It's very good. Yeah, I guess some, a student body convened at a, a Saford High School 
uh, and uh, you know, they, I guess they they have a house system there, and one of them was J.K. Rowling. Imagine <laughs> like, being in J.K. Rowling house. J.K. Rowling house. Yeah, they just said uh, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't we don't want that, which is good. And they also got rid of Winston Churchill, so kind of a double whammy uh, <laughs> for her, honestly. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, granted, I guess for her, from her perspective, she's like, ah, me and me and Winston Churchill allies in the war on cancel culture here right sure but still i i i love i normally like wouldn't even like this wouldn't register as a blip on my radar for news except for the fact that this is the kind of really small petty legacy stuff mm-hmm. that i feel like definitely pisses her off yeah probably more than because like there was this other thing right where um uh rainbow europe released their like yearly like report on like what's 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 what are lgbt like uh laws and and stuff like in the in the eu this year right uh, mm-hmm. and they, um and uh they i mean like they they wrote like a whole thing on like yeah uh, jk rowling is causing material damage uh yeah and, bad and, yeah and sucks and and uh something needs to be done about that and like i think it's great that they did that because it's i mean it's true right but i imagine that the uh tiny high school no one's ever heard of removing her name from the door or whatever (laughs) just personally for jk rowling like like if i'm just considering what it is that she's waking up and reading and getting pissed off about like Mm -hmm. yeah i could see it i'm no longer the head of house this sucks Uh, wb must have told her to stop tweeting right that's what happened weird how little yeah, I think they've. I they, they must have just put their foot down. They must have, I don't know, threatened to pull funding for the movie. I have no idea what they could have uh, over her at this point, but it feels <laughs> like something happened there behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so not not too much news. We didn't we didn't miss anything major, but I did just want to say we were completely right about the TV thing. The CW Harry Potter dream is still alive. The CW Harry Potter dream is still alive. Uh, HBO prestige Harry Potter might not might not be locked in just yet. Mm-hmm. As as the guy said, they're always talking about it. <laughs> we should probably do something with this Harry Potter thing. Right, and then they probably in this most recent meeting were like, "We should do do an R-rated HBO uh, Harry Potter show where they do a lot of cussing." How about that? <laughs> oh, do you think? Do you think someone like saw the Cruella trailer at WB and is like forwarding that around, like, "Hey, uh, if we need a Bellatrix, damn it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, either that or that, right? Like the fuck." someone beat us to this <laughs> i just feel like i feel like the uh uh especially because they've got her doing an english accent in that movie looks terrible the cruella thing oh god yeah real so bad, bad. i don't know whose idea that was <laughs> i am calling I them out know, this is an origin story right yeah what, why why is her hair already dyed in the weird split way shouldn't that like be a halfway through the movie like dramatic that isn't that like your 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 second or third act? Like, I mean, turn? maybe maybe all maybe all the footage from the oh, from like, the uh, is from on. the like third act or something. But... I just I look I like I like 101 Dalmatians. Uh, I like Cruella Deville. I'm not sure if I need you know like her thing is that she wants to skin some dogs. 
Yeah, that's such a, it's like a very specific, like, sort of petty evil that I don't, I can't muster (laughs) up caring why, what, what, what brings a person to this point? Like, (laughs) who cares? It's just like a whack thing to do. (laughs) Don't do that. Yeah, it's like, I, uh, she's, she's a funny, evil, rich lady, and she wants, and she's doing like an exaggerated evil thing. Which is just killing some cute puppies to make a make a coat or whatever. It doesn't. I. I don't. I'm certainly. I. I don't think there's any way you could possibly make me have like sympathy for Cruella Deville, right? Like, oh, sympathy for Deville. Devil, right? Got it. Mm. Someone's gonna say that in the movie. That's gonna happen. Sympathy for the devil. They're gonna get that, like that'll be good. They're gonna get oh god. Ugh, they're gonna get. They should get a cover though. They're they're gonna get the fucking. There's that YouTube channel that gets billions of views doing <laughs> the like lounge covers of of rock songs, and they do they do like like cabaret st- like they did like cabaret uh, Adele hello and stuff like that. They're gonna right, do they're yeah. gonna get a cover of Sympathy for the Devil, uh, and that's gonna be. The music that plays when she's there's also a part in this movie in this movie trailer by the way where she's wearing like a Dalmatian skin jacket. So like, okay. are some are some dogs gonna die in this movie? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Maybe <laughs> maybe it's like it's like faux fur, and she just like needs the real thing though. Yeah, she's like this is faux fur, and it, it like she's she shows up and she's like, look at my look, my aesthetic is on point. I've got black and white hair, and I've got this this jacket, and some snooty rich person is like. I can tell that is fake fur. There's just no origin that just makes me care about someone wanting to skin some dogs. <laughs> it's it's one of those things that is like the needle is kind of in both directions for me. <laughs> where it's like, one, obviously, I do not want dogs to get skinned uh, for to, to be made into a jacket, right? Like, that's bad. I, I am against that. I understand her, her why she's the villain. Uh, on the other hand, it's also like really small scale and petty, and I can't, and it like it's like if we're looking at this like purely cosmically as like uh-huh. the level of thing a villain can do or represent or whatever, it's so far on the other end of the spectrum where I'm like, <laughs> I, who cares? Like, right? But it's like there's like this other layer of it where it's like the dogs are the main characters and talk, which makes it immediately a worse kind of problem. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But like does she know that they talk (laughs) (laughs) oh god yeah yeah so so the bellatrix lestrange movie coming to a theater near you soon where we learn i mean that would be like in harry potter if it was like i don't know snape wants some snakeskin boots and harry's like you know they talk though right Like you can't do that. You can't. Do, yeah, that, that that you're right. I never thought of it that way. But you're right. It is. It is actually worse. <laughs> like it. Like it's definitely bad in real life to do that. But if if the dogs could were like people that were just dog shaped, that would be even more fucked up. That would be bad. But like even in real life, like even considering non talking dogs, if someone was like, "I want to skin some puppies," I'd be like, "That's whack." Yeah. And they no. Were like don't, here's why don't do though. That. I'd be like, I don't see how those things are related. <laughs> just 
just don't do it. Just don't do you it. You can't do skin some puppies. Do literally anything else. Like, that's messed up, dude. Don't do that. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Sorry for the, the Cruella sidetrack there, but I did. I really did want to talk about that. Because um, <laughs> it really does really does feel like an omen of like this is this is what returning to the harry potter well will look like right yeah um, bellatrix origin story bellatrix origin story snape origin story i mean that would be uh, killer right like if they just made like a one-off movie that was just like here's how bellatrix got so fucked up people would eat that shit up oh god yeah if they I did know, i that... shouldn't put that out into the world yeah if they if they did that as like their one because like I know that they're not the same studio, but, like, remember how when, like, Deadpool came out, everyone was like, oh, my God, an R-rated Marvel character movie? Mm-hmm. Like, that's their ticket with, with Bellatrix is that's their marketing thing, right? Of, like, we are going to make, uh, uh like, a normal PG, PG-13 TV series or whatever, but... Also, we are going to make the fucked up Bellatrix girl boss movie. Right, yeah. Uh, and isn't that crazy? And and all the reviews are gonna be like, Harry Potter has finally grown up, right? Like it's gonna it's gonna Everyone's gonna eat it up. It's gonna be great. Uh you you can you can you can you can see this road stretching out for miles if you mm-hmm. think about it. Oh, for sure. All of this has been done before, and WB just needs to Get the ball rolling, uh, and uh, and and we'll we will see all of this come. It happened for Star Wars. It happened for fucking. I mean, this is, this is Disney's whole thing with the live action thing, right? It happened for Marvel, but but it, this is going to be this is going to be the uh, the the path for Harry Potter going forward as well. I'm so sure of it. I'm sure they want to. Yeah, if it wasn't for that pesky J.K. Rowling. Yeah. Uh, that would, that, you know, they would probably be doing it right now. <laughs> do you think they, like, go to her with those ideas? They're like, what if we do a Bellatrix origin story? So, and she's like, no, that's, that's bad, because she's bad. See, like, that I, sounds like something that she would say. I'm so torn, because I, I, I do, I always thought that about the video game, right? Because mm-hmm. remember, remember when the, um, the leak came out? And people were like, oh, this is definitely fake because that, like, goblin got fucking impaled on the wall, right? And, right. like, she's she has written, like, all those blog posts about how, like, she hates violent video games and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, and, and, and I'm... But, but also, she loves writing fucked up, twisted serial killer shit. Yeah. And clearly loves that and thinks that it's badass. And, right. And, and like, that's her, her bag. Which, no real judgment there. It's just that she's really pulling herself in two different directions aesthetically there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It, like, it almost seems like a mood thing. Like, depending on what day you catch her on, you're going to get a, oh, yes, absolutely, make the Bellatrix uh, learning how to do torture real good movie. Or you're going to get, no, that's heinous. I hate that idea and I'm ashamed of you. Right? Like, right. Like, it's that's kind of her her, her two responses to ideas. Like the like how mad she got at the Carlin Bros for saying that <laughs> uh, Dumbledore might have made a Horcrux or whatever, like <laughs> whatever. Yeah, just 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 completely, completely depends on how she's feeling that day, I guess. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Um, 
Anyway, we uh, we can't dance around this any longer. We've got a very, very special chapter to discuss this week. Yeah, we do. We sure we do. do. We sure do. I didn't write down what it was. Hold on. <laughs> wish wish me luck on this journey. Yeah. Um, maybe I'll find out what this chapter is about as I'm, um, <laughs> as I'm summarizing it'll, it'll it. It'll all come together. So we read chapter 35. This is called King's Cross. Um, Harry has died, obviously, in the last chapter, and he's waking up nude, laying face down on the ground, and is realizing that he exists um, and is uh, corporeal. Um, he hears kind of a noise, like a, I, I don't know, like a distressed but also repulsive sound that is uh, disturbing. And in that moment, he wishes that he wasn't nude uh, and wish granted. Um, and he finds some robes, he puts them on, he's renewed. He doesn't even need glasses in this um this weird world that he finds himself in. Uh, the world is sort of forming itself around him. It's white, it's misty, it's um, uh, it's TV heaven, basically. Um, he sees some sort of clues about what kind of place he's in. A large hallway, a big dome, what could that be? Um, Harry does find uh, the source of the noise that he's hearing, and it's like a messed up fetus-like creature that he both wants to help uh, but is simultaneously repulsed by. Um, this is sort of described as a, as a, you know, an infant, but his skin is like flayed and I don't think it's like bloody, but he's like, he's all messed up. It's, it's gross. Um, Dumbledore walks up and he's like, Hey, and he looks great. He's, you know, he's, he's happy. His hand is normal. Um, and he's like, Hey, uh, don't don't worry about the horrible flayed baby. We can't help this thing. It's no biggie. Let's take a walk. Um, so they walk away, uh, and Dumbledore um, sort of reveals to us, no, Harry, you're not dead. Um, and Harry's like, but I was trying to die really hard, and I didn't even defend myself. And Dumbledore says, like, yeah, exactly. Um, Harry doesn't understand how he could have lived the killing curse that Dumbledore, or that Voldemort cast on him. Because his mom wasn't there to die for him this time, so he had no protection. Uh, but Dumbledore explains everything, which is that it is because when Voldemort regained his body, he took some of Harry's blood, and the blood contained a protection spell, and therefore sort of created a good horcrux. It doesn't use those words, but it's like, I mean, that's basically what it's implying inside of Voldemort that mirrored the evil Horcrux that is in Harry, which is the portion of Voldemort's soul, and I think is also that baby, although I don't know for sure. Um, and this is also like the reveal that Harry is a Horcrux, which I forgot that it was like at this point, I guess, or maybe it was last week, but Dumbledore's like, yes, I did know you were a Horcrux. Um, but you know, Voldemort messed up by taking Harry's blood and thinking that it would strengthen him because he doesn't understand the deep magics. Um, and it, in fact, doubled their bond instead of not doing that. Um, in Goblet of Fire, when their twin core wand connected because of the double bond, it freaked Voldemort out a lot. But also Harry's wand imbibed some power from Voldemort's wand, uh, which is why during the battle of the... 12 potters or whatever that was why harry's wand was able to blast lucius's borrowed wand um 
And Voldemort really hated that. Um, Harry did get a lot of extra power from from that, but it was literally only in like one v ones with Voldemort that the power, the extra power worked. Um, I think that's it for that part of the lore. Um, Harry at this moment is like, "Oh, we're in King's Cross Station," and Dumbledore is is delighted by this. He's like, "Oh, this is this is your your vision of of limbo or whatever." Uh, Harry brings up the Deathly Hallows at this point, and Dumbledore's mood sort of sours. He asks for forgiveness. Is he really any better than Voldemort? Harry says, "Yes, because you're good and you don't kill people if you can help it." Um, Dumbledore uh, speculates at this point that, uh, well, the Deathly Hallows probably aren't, like, actual artifacts from death. It was really the Peverils who were probably just really good at um, crafting, and they made some some crafted crafted some <laughs> special items. Um, uh, Dumbledore kind of recounts a little bit of his history with the Hallows, how... Um, uh, he had the invisibility cloak, like he saw that James had the invisibility cloak passed down from his his ancestors and so asked to borrow it, but that meant that James didn't have it on the nice night they were killed. So Dumbledore feels guilty about that, but Harry reassures him and says, oh no, don't worry about it. Uh, it's not like it bro- blocks curses, haha. Um, Dumbledore gets a little bit into his history. He recounts his like summer of love with Grindelwald and their like world domination stuff. Um, how he wanted to be free of the burden of his family and Grindelwald wanted to make an army of zombies. Um, and then like kind of culminates in the story about Ariana, which we already know. No one knows who fired the shot. Dumbledore doesn't know. Um, but he, he's been like living with this guilt. Um, he eventually dueled Grindelwald, claimed the elder one for himself um, Grindelwald supposedly felt some remorse off screen, realized the horror of what he had done, uh, and did when Voldemort came to him, tried to like throw him off the trail of the Elder Wand, but that did not work. Um, Dumbledore explains that Voldemort made the Horcrux out of the Gaunt Ring, not knowing that it was the Resurrection Stone, um, but once Dumbledore got a hold of it, he still could not resist the temptation of the Hallows, um, and, and really, is did he learn nothing? Uh, and that's why his hand got all fucked up. Harry speculates, um, like, hey, you probably wanted Snape to take the Elder Wand when you planned your own murder. And Dumbledore's like, yeah, that didn't work. It's pretty unlucky. Um, Harry asks what will happen next. And Dumbledore says, well, you can either move on um, to presumably heaven, or you can be brave and you can go back to Earth and face death again and perhaps defeat Voldemort uh and at this point Harry's like is it all real and Dumbledore says this iconic line about how like just because it's in your head doesn't mean it's not real that's the end of the chapter (sighs) I probably left some details out here yeah it's all dialogue it's it's all dialogue and it's all I mean like you you cited the one that sticks out for me the most in terms of like mysteries that no one wanted an answer for <laughs> but yeah. the like the, the like paragraph long explanation of why lucius's wand broke who cares i don't it got it got big got, got hit by a big blast is what happened <laughs> i was there He's the golden goop got it who cares i don't <laughs> yeah um this chapter i think it's very telling that mm. it is not the chapter people remember from this book. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Like, 
the, 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 the place in the story that this chapter takes, um, you know, the protagonist sits down with their mentor or, you know, another, another important figure in the story and basically has all their questions answered and, and learns the themes, right? Like the, the, finally the themes of the story are kind of laid out in, you know, verbally or textually in, in the piece itself. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that is, that is usually like, I mean, like they're, they're in, in any other story, any other, uh, you know, book, movie, game, TV series, whatever. This is the moment that like, usually people make all like the sad gifts about. Right. And the, and remember all the lines from, and there is the line people remember from this, which is the, like you said, the, of course it's all in your head, but why should that make it not real line? Sure, yeah. But it's only that line people remember. Honestly, I don't even think they remember the line from the chapter. They remember the line because J.K. Rowling quote tweeted it. Like somebody was right. was like sad about the books being over. And then she quote tweeted that tweet. And then just quoted Dumbledore. Right. I think people remember it more from that tweet than they do from the book. And and it's like in a like in a vacuum too, it is a you know, it is an intriguing line, right? Sure. Like like that is an easy line to ascribe basically anything to. Oh yeah. That's a quotable. That's a quotable. I've heard one. That is a quotable line. Um, but in the broader context of this chapter, it makes zero sense because it is uh, being delivered at the end of this surprisingly extremely literal explanation of the plot to Harry. Um, and, and yeah, like the, the, the stuff people remember from this book, it's the always conversation. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, it's the, uh, it's the final, I mean, like, like we're, we're not there yet, but people remember the final confrontation between Harry and Voldemort a lot. he says something cool there, I guess. Um, People remember, not my daughter, you bitch, right? Like, yeah. But there's kind of this gaping hole in between all those, which is the actual purgatory chapter that I think collectively has not really become as iconic as a lot of other comparable scenes in other franchises, right? Like, I don't know. I I just, this is so dry in a scene that like should not be this boring um and and it also like provides answers but like one like we were saying they're answers that no one i think was really clamoring for 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 the most part (laughs) yeah and the other part is they are answers that don't matter or no one likes like the like people remember the tale of the three brothers really strongly yeah they love the puppet show from the they movie love the puppet show especially uh no one really cares about the part where dumbledore just says yeah i think that was all fake they made it up as marketing or whatever right like that's not that's not really a part any, anyone cares about and it was it was weird reading this because i i had such a strong memory of this chapter existing um like stronger than almost anything else in this book. I, I was like, I know, I know that there's a part where they go to like the void. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm sure that it's important. 
Uh, but reading it, I was immediately made aware of why I'd forgotten everything about it is because there's nothing important here. Yeah, I think that, like, it's so bizarre. I really went into this thinking that it was just going to be, like, a very figurative and, like, philosophical kind of conversation that was very ambiguous because that is... That's how all conversations in the void are, right? Yeah. Like, this is not the first conversation two fictional characters have in a void. And it's always, like, very dreamlike and, like, figurative. And it even ends because with the one quote that everyone remembers, which is, like, Harry, like, af- like being like, is it all real? But it's like, it has to be. It is so weirdly right. literal. And it's all just lore. Right. It's like, all a lore dump. That, that is the part that makes it so funny is that this, that, like, aesthetically this chapter is following a long tradition of like this style of scene, right? Yeah. Like a character gets bonked on the head and thinks they are dead and they have a conversation with another dead character. Right. But it's, but usually it is uh, a very vague, like you say, more philosophical and like thematic conversation. And the reveal that like it was all in their head is like, yeah, this is a metaphor for this character working through some stuff, right? Like, uh-huh. like working through things that they already know or have been thinking but have kind of suppressed or whatever. But like, you know, that's that's a classic scene. Sure. Um, having that doesn't work. You can't have all or I'm always mixing. Up. You can't have Dumbledore tell Harry. Yeah, this is all a figment of your imagination, and you're just working through some stuff. When he just spent, like, ten pages delivering new information to Harry. It, it is very factual. This is this is a yeah. chapter full of facts. And that is the thing, is, that, like, I had to go back and read chapters over and over again, not to, like get to a better understanding of the story, but to, like, understand the literal mechanics of what Dumbledore is trying to say here. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's so strange. It is it it is it is such a like like the visual metaphor and stuff, right? Of like, oh, they're in they're in King's Cross. So first of all, the name. Second of all, it's the crossroad between worlds, just like the real one is in this story, right? Wow. Like it's the, it's the passage between the muggle world and the wizard world. And now it's the passage between living and dying, right? Like it's it's it, like all that stuff. It's like, yep, okay, got, got it. Got it, this, got it, got it. <laughs> um and but and so i was like okay here i i'm i'm ready for i'm ready for the book's weird philosophy to be um explained i'm ready i'm ready for jk rowling's (laughs) weird like theology to be explained yeah um wrong no yeah it just does not happen uh that we i i'm left with more questions about what this series theology is uh than i uh, than i did going in honestly mm-hmm. um starting with i think the like the introduction of of this scene and harry seeing the weird flayed child on yeah. the ground yeah uh very just like i i knew i was in for a ride when harry saw that immediately felt pity for it and then Dumbledore, who up till this point has kind of been our stand-in for, like, the Christian god, right? <laughs> Walking up and saying, yeah, you can't do anything about that. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It, you know, <laughs> that is... sometimes sometimes a baby is just damned to hell. <laughs> this thing is beyond help. Um, <laughs> and from, from there, 
forward it is just a real roller coaster ride of like i don't know like, what jk rowling believes <laughs> about religion or anything really yeah what's with the baby so the ba- very loaded imagery to choose if you that's want to it's a fucked up baby to not feel sorry for it saying it's like oh it's a flayed infant which i think is a direct quote uh-huh uh i feel i i feel kind of naturally drawn to feel pity for that image uh what if what with it being an infant who is flayed um, right right but you know generally when a if someone told me hey i heard i want to see a flayed child i'd say no thank you uh that's no, bad like, help and we should that, help please them. help that baby can we help the flayed child somehow <laughs> and and for god to show up and be like no no nope that's sorry beyond as we all know uh uh <laughs> the <laughs> The the Christian Messiah cannot cannot offer redemption to some souls. They're just beyond help. Anything, right? Yeah. Well, when you're born evil, that's just how it goes sometimes. That's just how it goes sometimes. And and for just from there, it continues because the uh the part where I I really just completely lose track of what the metaphor is supposed to be or what the theology is meant to be is Dumbledore shifts in between two modes in this, which is kind of the two modes that he has always shifted between in this book. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so weird to see it happen like paragraph by paragraph here between like wizened God stand in and pathetic, needy, manipulating, like evil guy. Uh, mm-hmm. And, 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 I mean, obviously, that is not how he is presented, right? Like, he is presented as, like, a a, a, a man asking for forgiveness and being humble. But I, I just, like, in the context of this chapter, in the context of the stuff we read before this, I can't read it any other way. It just feels manipulative. Right. I mean, also, Harry's, like, 17. It just has some very weird energy. weird vibes here in this chapter. Mm-hmm. How do we start this? How do we start from the top here? I don't know. Harry's, I don't know. Harry is new. Oh, I got a good laugh out of. So Harry's nude when he arrives, uh, and then he's like, "Wasn't upset. Kind of intrigued. I'm feeling intrigued yeah. about being nude here." Yeah, uh, but then he hears the baby of sin and and wants to put clothes on. Yeah, very very good stuff. <laughs> um. So then Dumbledore shows up and and immediately just starts telling stuff that he would not be able to tell Harry if this was Harry's imagination. Mm-hmm. Like that's the part of this that is, is so immediately confusing is that I was reading this and I was expecting this to be um, a, uh, a, a scene where Harry um, kind of works through his feelings um, uh, about Dumbledore but is working through them in a way where he's pulling from stuff he already knows and is just, like, leaving unprocessed until this point, right? Yeah, but this chapter's not about Harry. It's about Dumbledore. Right. It is about... This is the Dumbledore lore dump. Uh, And so Uh Dumbledore is here to tell Harry everything and clear up all the misconceptions he has. Yeah. But Harry's already made up his mind. Harry spends this whole chapter being a reader stand-in and saying, like, no, it's fine. You're not evil. Yeah. It, it, to, to, 
to a really funny degree. I mean, like this chapter, we'll get into the specifics, but the uh, the level of like preemptive defensiveness on J.K. Rowling's part here, where mm-hmm. this feels like uh, you know an audience being argued with, is <laughs> off the charts here. Oh yeah. Um. So so Dumbledore appears. He says, "You cannot help that that soul with sin." Uh, don't worry about it. You don't need it. Um, he calls him a brave, bra- he calls him my wonderful boy, you brave, brave <laughs> man, which made me crack up. Um, and then I guess I immediately launches into this, like, uh, explanation of how, how he accomplished his, uh, Messiah creating speed run. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he, I mean, like, the, the speed of, w- from which we go to this sort of, like, cutesy, familiar, like, am I dead? Hmm, maybe, maybe not, I don't think so, thing to, like, okay, Voldemort took your blood, and that blood doubled some kind of connection, and if you hold A here, you can release A, and that counts as a half A, pre- like, just really switching gears quickly here. I didn't know that these mysteries were mysteries. I thought that they were just supposed to be just sort of miraculous things that happened that didn't need explaining. Mm-hmm. But I guess not. I guess they're very literal and it has to do with some, some blood and stuff. The amount of blood stuff that matters is very weird in a story that uh, is all about how the blood you have doesn't actually matter. Yeah. <laughs> like... Like that is that is a real tough one to get around, and like I get like I'm not, I am not like morally uh, uh, offended about the concept of like magic blood to the point where if it shows up at all, I'm pissed off. Right? Like you can you can solve a puzzle in a fantasy story with like some magic blood bullshit. I'll accept it. Oh, right? sometimes you got it. Yeah. Sometimes you got it. Like okay, sure, whatever. Like I, I I guess if you if you set it up this way from the beginning. Why not? But in a story that that had a whole uh, uh, a subplot dedicated to a slur about what kind of blood you have and every, all the good guys going like, it doesn't matter what kind of blood you have, boiling down to actually it sort of does sometimes matter what kind of blood you have. Harry has magic blood. Harry has special blood um, because his mom loved special. him very much, mm-hmm. uh, which is, yeah, very weird stuff. And Voldemort's mom didn't love him, and that's why he's a fucked up flayed baby beyond saving. Right, and if you put those two bloods together, all kinds of crazy shit happens. Yeah. They, they should not mix. I'm doing mm. a big thinking emoji here. You get a, du- you get a real double, double bond blood problem. <sighs> yeah. I don't it, understand this at all. I don't. I, I truly I, don't. I tried, I tried to, like, read about it and, like, yeah. read some of, like, the clarifications that J.K. Rowling has written in her, like, FAQ. And I just, like, literally am more confused it than is, I was before. It is. It, it, it commits, like, I would say both of the sins that this kind of explanation can, can, can commit, right? Mm-hmm. Which is that it is, it is neither an explanation that makes sense mechanically mm-hmm. in that, like, we we don't know anything about how blood works in this series, other than that sometimes it makes you magic or not, right? The protection spell that Lily had has never mentioned blood. Um, 
Okay. Well, that's the whole problem, though, is that the bad guys are like, it's in your blood. And right. everyone else is like, no, it's not. Right, right, right. So, so like... It, it, Some it, people it, are just born special, and it has nothing to do with your blood. <laughs> so it's already very confusing mechanically, right? Uh-huh, and, and, yeah. And, but I can forgive that easily. There are plenty of stories where if you think too hard about the mechanics of how the mystery is solved, it doesn't fully hold up. But, like, the emotional payoff is obvious and works, right? Like, uh-huh. like, oh, yeah, like, oh, if I think too hard about this solution, it maybe falls apart or is very convenient. But emotionally, it got me across the sto- the finish line to appreciating, appreciating this story, right? Like, it makes sense for the characters. It makes sense for the world. It, like, delivers on the theme. Like, there's tons of ways to make that work. Mm-hmm. And this doesn't do that either. It confuses me in both ways. Like it, it neither makes sense mechanically, and nor is it a like fudged ending that like creates an interesting resolution to these problems. It's just kind of falls flat either way. To the point where I don't think like someone could like come up to us after we record this and say, "I have like concrete bullet point evidence." how this is definitely all in harry's head and here's sure and, and how this is how the, the blood thing works yeah and it wouldn't matter because if the if the mechanics of it worked it still wouldn't make the themes and like emotional core of this chapter work either i mean that's the thing is like i'm sure there is like i i'm sure there's an essay explaining exactly mechanically how this works <laughs> and i don't care like I like I was wondering before recording like I'm like do I really need to like figure this out and I think the answer is sort of no because it doesn't right. really matter. Right. And that and that is that is the gravest sin of all here is that like I ultimately I just kind of don't care. Cuz mm-hmm. it's like it doesn't there there's no version of the mechanics of this solution that makes a for a better emotional explanation. Mhm. Um especially because like like Dumbledore launches into this and he's explaining you were the seventh horcrux uh uh, uh because Dumb- uh, Voldemort committed the most unspeakable evil he was trying to kill a child uh no one's ever done that in the Harry Potter universe nope <laughs> first time baby murder has come yeah. up here um and he knows nothing of loyalty or love or how cool house elves are. I, house elves got a name drop here. <laughs> they did. They did. Uh, which I thought was very funny. Um, but he understands nothing. They all have a power beyond his own, a power beyond the reach of any magic. It is a truth he has never grasped. He took your blood, believing it would strengthen him. He took it into his body, a tiny part of the enchantment your mother laid upon you when she died for you. So it seems like it is uh, understandable. And grasp it seems like he just was like missing some facts, frankly. Yeah. yeah. Uh when she died for you, his body kept keeps her sacrifice alive, and while that enchantment survives, so do you, and so does Voldemort's one last hope for himself. That also is confusing. Like that last line there, the Voldemort's one last hope for himself, feels like it might have been a leftover from a draft where Voldemort said, "Like we can still help, we can still help this fucked up Floyd baby, right?" Um, but I, but I'm assuming that like the that everyone holds hands and sings "Kumbaya" ending got scrapped at some point. Uh, I mean, the thing that's so weird to me about this is that we see we see the Floyd baby, we and we have these like lines of Dumbledore saying like, 
oh, if he had only known the the real magic of love, then maybe he could have been saved. But we do get like a two sentence throwaway like redemption for Grindelwald, which yes. which which I think is so bizarre, and I think is the most like I feel like she's writing a story she doesn't care about because mm-hmm. she's clearly more invested in like the Grindelwald uh, Dumbledore story <laughs> than she is the Voldemort story. Yeah, and it's very like it, it is. Like, I'm certainly not saying that, like, damn, I wish Voldemort had got a redemption arc, right? But if you are writing a story that is, in, in all in all ways except name, a Christian redemption story and mm-hmm. a Christian resurrection story, it's very weird how all these things get brought up. And, 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 and the imagery here especially is so loaded in a way that, that feels like she might have missed how weird this comes off. That, like representing Voldemort as a like like a, like a flayed unloved child mm-hmm. and saying that the one thing that he never had was love and he just never understood it uh and so what we should do with him is make sure he is obliterated right <laughs> is is that's dark that's a, that's really grim stuff um and it's it's oh i i and i only feel that way because of the the pieces that the story is having me think with right mm-hmm. um like to be clear i have uh i i like i i have much different ideas personally about theology than than like classical christian storytelling does right uh-huh. but i but i know what the song and dance is right on account of like being someone who grew up in the West and 90% of stories are Christian stories, right? Like, uh-huh. like I know how this is supposed to go. And J.K. Rowling has, says that, has said that that was how this story is supposed to go. Um, so I, I just re- read this and I'm like, what? What was the, what was the goal with Voldemort? If 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 the whole thing was like oh he was unloved and then he took someone's blood who was loved uh and and then that was his undoing like that is just sad like i feel kind of bad for him in those terms right like mm-hmm. like his his one shot at like experiencing what the power of love does for you uh was through stealing someone's blood because no one would give it to him normally right like that's i kind of feel for that guy in this story's terms uh and right it's it's it's, yeah it, it is i don't know why the literal blood magic stuff here uh is here because it doesn't it doesn't really delve into anything that would make that reveal have a point i guess i mean i mean it it is purely mechanical right it is purely harry got hit by the killing curse and he's going to live again why and the answer is is that he has a horcrux right but it's a good good guy kind yeah Yes, it's it's the good guy. Just like how when McGonagall uses the unforgivable curses, she's using the good guy kind. 
Right. It's, yeah, it is, it is a very strange way to end this, in especially in such a figurative, like, liminal space that that screams, like, this is a metaphor, this is a, you know, this is a, 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 a spiritual scene. This is such a literal answer to a puzzle. Uh and and not one that carries any emotional depth or like provides any emotional color to what we already know about the like we didn't need this chapter really Mm-mm. you could you could have harry uh get get blasted at the end of the last one and then have him wake up and go like oh my head like what what happened and have someone explain later like hermione go like oh you must have been a horcrux or something, right? Like that. That we. I, I found this book about love magic. I it found was in this the blood, book Harry. in the library about how love blood works. Uh huh. Crazy. Wow, your mom must have really loved you, Harry. Anyway, let's get let's let's go let's go graduate. Yeah, like it doesn't. There's nothing that we learn here that like actually provides anything of substance, other than I guess a mechanical understanding of why Harry's coming back to life. Hmm. Um, yeah, it seems sort of like half-assed, like he maybe shouldn't have been coming back to life. <laughs> that is the part, like, we talked about this a lot last week, but the idea that, like, this is, all of this rigmarole is here to, like, give Harry a, a just completely norm, like, a second guy. Like, he he's just, he's just respawning is very yeah. funny, because that is also, like, not what a Christian resurrection story is. Mm-hmm. Uh, um... Anyway, so he, so Dumb, Voldemort has never grasped the power of love, and he's a fucked up little baby who deserves it because of that. Um, <laughs> uh, there is, there is one piece of this that is at least, I guess, somewhat interesting, which is that uh, it's totally true that in book four, when Harry says he stole my blood, help, Dumbledore yeah. is like, ooh, okay, interesting. Like that's <laughs> that's that so. But but honestly, knowing that that scene was clearly planned ahead, uh, to at least some degree, makes this worse because she, that means that she had seven years to come up with like a, a a more interesting answer for this. Yeah, I mean, honestly, at a, at the very base mechanical level, I'm actually okay with what's happening here. Like like if we're going to have Horcruxes, I, I do sort of like the symmetry of like, oh, Harry's got some got some fucked up fucked up shit in his head and but like Voldemort got some got some magic blood like I'm okay with yeah, that yeah um but it doesn't really it's sort of for no reason right it, 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 it lacks the emotional reason for that existing right mm-hmm. because because there is no like I I think that if it was a case of like you know oh Voldemort does have like even if he doesn't take it right but like even if even if Voldemort doesn't take it and rejects it or whatever if Harry woke back up from from his his dream here went to face Voldemort and like you know Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader style like offered him his hand right and is like we're gonna like like we can we can work this out. Uh, I know, I know that, I know that you never had a chance, right? Like Voldemort could still reject that, and it would, it would still make a lot more sense as a story using sure. these mechanics, right? Of like, of like, he has a little piece of good in him, 
Like, what what purpose does the little piece of good in Voldemort serve? Normally, when you say in a story that, like, oh, this character is so evil, but there's one little piece of good in them, that usually means that they're either going to have, have that redemption or they are going to at least be confronted with it and reject it, right? But, like, Voldemort has no piece of good in him. He has never acted on a piece of on the piece of good that's in him. It is literally only there mechanically to like be the opposite thing right i mean not only that but it's like he has the piece of good but he has no capability to take advantage of it right like there's something because he's the fucked up baby right and so it sort of like comes all the way back around where it's like how can you blame someone for not taking their redemption if they are literally incapable of it right yeah yeah, it, it 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 makes going through all these motions of like asking the big questions about like the nature of the soul and redemption and the afterlife kind of moot when you have a character who has very clearly been shown to just like be a like total force of nature. Like Yeah, but like why the Grindelwald stuff then? That is the why, weirdest part. Why why stick these two lines in here where it's like, oh, Grindelwald felt bad at the end, by the way. Who cares? Yeah, that is the the strength. So so like after we get this, I mean it's really fucking long, but like the 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 ultimate goal of it is to just explain the mechanics of how this totally isn't a plot hole, right? Is is yeah. just this is just J.K. Rowling saying like actually, I thought of all this, it makes total sense, don't argue with me. Um the second half of this, which is a, a lot longer, I guess, is is Dumbledore begging harry for forgiveness and explaining his backstory and giving him all the answers to like yeah his his life story and this is the much weirder part of this chapter yeah um the grindelwald thing is bizarre because he does according to dumbledore here like have some sort of like piece of good lingering in him that he acts on at the end to, like, try and stop Voldemort, right? Like, it's the opposite. Speaking of Return of the Jedi again, like, it's the, like, this is, this is Palpatine picking Darth Vader up and throwing him off the, uh, off the <laughs> right. station with, with Grindelwald saying, like, no, I, don't, I never had the Elder Wand yeah. um, to try and stop Voldemort, which, one, I don't think that's what happened. Because if you, like, go back and read that scene that Harry sees, it's like Grindelwald is just like fucking with him. Like just to, to That's be a- how I read it initially. Yeah, like just to be an asshole. I mean in the movie and like in the movie, which JK Rowling consulted on, right? Like the the movie, it's just Grindelwald like laughing at him. Like, you'll never yeah. get this. Ha 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 and like gets blasted, right? Like Sure. I so I don't I don't see it as some like big redemptive move on his part he's not like jumping in front of a bullet for harry or anything um but also this is something you mentioned when we were discussing this uh uh uh, yesterday and like it's really stuck with me uh uh thinking about this since weird to offer that not only in like a passing comment relatively um but also very strange to give like the wizard Hitler, the redemption arc, and not, like, the born evil Skeletor baby. Yeah, and, I mean, he's not a character, so, like, in Harry Potter, Grindelwald is just, like, Hitler in a textbook, as far as we're concerned, right? 
And so to go out of your way to be like, oh, maybe he felt bad at the end of his life. Maybe he had the capacity for good. The only thing I can think is that su- that is supposed to be more about Dumbledore's forgiveness because they had their like evil gay summer romance or whatever. Right. And so it's like, oh, there must have been some good in him if Dumbledore liked mm-hmm. him. But like, I, I just frankly have like more sympathy for the like weird, weird baby that like never had a chance than I do like... Like, just, like, regular genocide guy. Yeah, rich rich wizard Hitler. Right. Not not as compelling a figure to give him redemption. Especially because, like, like that is... I mean, like, th- this is the, like, weird tone clash in Harry Potter in a nutshell, right? Like, mm-hmm. those are two interesting villains you can write. Uh, sure. You, you can write the, like, the evil, the evil Hitler villain. Or you can write Skeletor. Uh, mm-hmm. But, like, if you put them in the same story together the degrees are just get all fucked up right because like voldemort I, I, like for as much as 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 uh jk rowling tried to make him scarier and like more uh abjectly evil in um in in book 6 by turning him into like child ted bundy right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like voldemort is a cartoon character he yeah. he's a scooby doo villain who shows up once per book to try and like steal the magic crystal from a child more or less yeah. and he wants to take over the world and he and 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 he, live forever and live forever yeah he's just not that scary in 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 a world where we are in in the context of this story we're 10 years out oh i guess no grindelwald's a little oh yeah for first person world is still voldemort we are we are we are you know world war Two time away from world war two because i mean because it was world war two right like he was wizard hitler right like i it, like, it feels like sort of bad like i don't want to be it's like easy to be like oh it's wizard hitler but it like the story like <laughs> literally yeah. is yeah right? that's not a dismissive joke that's literally who he is they had their fight in 1945 yeah he was he was the he fought for the germans or something we saw the skull bong we saw the skull bong we like yeah he is he is for all intents and purposes he is just hitler but a wizard Uh, yeah and so when i read this when i when i hear when i see dumbledore be like oh don't harry don't worry about this fucked up baby there's nothing we can do but it still goes out of its way to spend like three sentences being like uh maybe wizard hitler had a change of heart near the end of his life i'm just like why yeah what is that why is that there and so you mentioned like oh maybe this is more about dumbledore right uh-huh. and i think that's true and 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 this is this is my like like to be, to be clear i don't think this is the intent right um mm-hmm. but there's only one way i can read this mm. and it is villain dumbledore because because <laughs> yeah. the things that grindelwald did are like honestly not that i mean like 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 Dumbledore never actually became a dictator, right? But he he sure took a lot of soft power, uh, and he, um, you know, he 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 puppet, puppeted Harry, and we saw him uh, uh, puppeting Snape, right? Like like he lifelong manipulator, right? And for him to beyond the grave be like, "Ooh, will you forgive me?" Ooh, Grindelwald had a change of heart too. Mm, I wonder if you could forgive an old man. Is right. just so 
uh like nakedly evil to me also shouldn't he be like at peace right that's the other part that's very strange about this what is his deal like especially if he is in harry's head uh-huh. And and if this if this if if we are to believe what the last sentence of, of this story is saying, and that this is all in Harry's head, and that this is Harry, I guess, digging really deep into his subconscious here for this version of Dumbledore, um, wouldn't it be a like completely at peace Dumbledore that he would speak to here? Like imagining Dumbledore like begging him for forgiveness and crying like a baby and going like, Ooh, I just don't. That's a very specific uh, vision for Harry to have. Right. You don't have to die and then be- beg for forgiveness. Right. And if you do, it's not going to work. I thought that was like the whole deal. Yeah. You kind of have to get that in under the radar and the Chris, you know, and you know, before <laughs> like, like if in, in, in specifically in, in, in Christian storytelling, right. Like, you got to get that one in before you die, I think. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, once... like, Limbo's a little Catholic, right? So I, I don't really know. There's, like, a lot of weird mechanical stuff there um, uh, that I'm not very familiar with. Uh, <laughs> but I don't, I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, you've, yeah I, I, think, I think generally it is accepted that you, uh, if you are a Christian and you want to, like, repent, you do it on your deathbed. Like, you got to do it before you die i don't know i think once you die the the check's cashed you can't <laughs> you can't be like oh hang on a second hold on i can think mm, i can think about this <laughs> like give me some time i can i can spin this don't worry yeah i mean we saw some like resed ghosts in the last chapter and they were at peace right, right. Like, like even lupin who just died yeah. like 20 minutes before is like no it's cool yeah I, it's chill yeah lupin's dead and also his wife is dead and they're like <laughs> she didn't show up to talk to harry though she was like oh, i'm busy i guess right yeah but like you get the impression that they're supposed to be at peace if i was like a sincere fan theory like youtuber i would make one about how like it is evil dumbledore and this is dumbledore like stuck in limbo yeah yeah i i like that that idea i think is somewhat cool of like he's here because he will always be here right and he doesn't get to go in either direction Mm -hmm. but it's but yeah it's a very strange it's it's strange from the like the 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 theological metaphor perspective because it doesn't really work and it also is strange from a like oh this is all in harry's head plot perspective because it just it, it again it can't be it it this cannot be uh like harry's vision of dumbledore i think i did like an actual double take at the part um when they first start talking and dumbledore's like think really hard about why you might have lived and harry's like oh because he got my blood and it's just like completely out of left field <laughs> no fucking way he would have yeah. come up with that one it he delivers it like like maybe i the reader would have suspected that and i'm like fuck no i didn't yeah what are I, you talking about i did not remember that because it has not been brought up <laughs> since book four um yeah but yeah his so, so dumbledore is like prostrating himself before harry for the rest of this chapter and is like yeah uh you know uh can you forgive this old man? 
oh, you probably hate me. Oh, you should hate me. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm locking my account. Don't text. Right. Like just really, (laughs) really laying it on thick in a way. Like it really is the, the, the bit where he says, where, where he's like, oh, you probably despise me. And Harry is like, no, I don't despise you. He's like, well, you should. That is so manipulative teenager shit right like, oh yeah like that is that is something yeah that that is that is not something i expect a uh 120 year old man to to ask a 17 year old no this is your like 16 year old dr mall boyfriend cheating on you at the mall <laughs> and then going to you and be like i bet you fucking hate my guts i bet you wish i would die <laughs> No, not at all. Exactly. I couldn't ever hate you. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it is it is so melodramatic and 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 more importantly it is so uh yeah, evil. I don't know. Like it, it's not this is not cuz cuz if this if this was in Harry's head obviously, right? Uh if if I could, if I could believe that 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 line that waves everything away at the end worked. Um, I suppose it would it would kind of make sense because that would be like oh this is like some subconscious wish that Harry had right for like Dumbledore to finally like apologize to him or something. Mm-hmm. Um, that in that sense it could probably work. Yeah, but he's not apologizing no! to him. He's like he's not like I'm sorry for what I did. Right. He's like I'm sorry I'm so fucked. Yeah, up. exactly. He is doing the fucked up annoying teenager apology. <laughs> he is not saying like I am sorry I hurt you. I'm sorry for here's here's all the bad things I did. It is sorry you hate me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry you hate me for trying to use you to save the world. <laughs> great oh but you know what you know what harry you you know i i don't have time for this conversation i'm already i i'm dying actually uh and <laughs> and my favorite band broke up and uh my dog's dying and i was already really sad then you came along and had to grill me <laughs> about grindelwald it's a great just fucking great You're right it, yeah it's so it it <sighs> It's like she forgot she was writing Dumbledore. It's like Purgatory oh. is the mall. <laughs> she's writing is the mall. She's writing Teen Dumbledore. You know, I was gonna buy you a Cinnabon, but I guess if you want to argue instead, that's just great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess it's King's Cross, which is sort of like the mall, right? King's Cross is basically a mall. Now, yeah. there's a lot of stores in King's Cross. There's a Harry right. Potter store in King's Cross. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, it is. It, it, it is especially vile too because this is this is all wrapped up in like a kind of reveal about the ariana stuff too and like this is the part where it like truly can't be in harry's head because mm. the 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 emotions that dumbledore brings up here mm-hmm. are not ones that he ever expressed in life um to harry and Harry, I guess, I guess the thinnest veneer of excuse you could have is like, well, Harry believes he does, right? Because Harry told Aberforth, like, oh, actually, he was really sad about it, right? Which yeah. doesn't really work. Um, but but the, the Ariana stuff here, I think is just, it is as sad and gross as it was in that chapter, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and... 
I I really dislike it here even more brought up as like a like oh this is the cross that Dumbledore was bearing and is asking Harry for forgiveness for mm-hmm. Harry can't forgive Dumbledore for what he did to Ariana or didn't yeah he can he's Jesus <laughs> right but ah, if he was it would make sense <laughs> but, mm. That yeah, that 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 really that really gets cuts to the core of it, right? Is that these characters can't both be Harry Potter and Jesus? Yeah. If 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 Harry was a cosmic being, if Harry was was Jesus or the wizarding equivalent of the, of Madoka, of, he's yes, Madoka. Yes, if Harry was Madoka, <laughs> this scene would work, right? If 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 this was if this was truly if this truly was the the Christian story that that J.K. Rowling said it was, and this character was more than just normal man right it's because of his special blood it's right you fuck you can't (laughs) it doesn't work it because there it is too grounded in another extremely complicated mechanical story that is Mm -hmm. so funny this chapter is split between two halves and one half is explaining this this really really complex and honestly a little pointless mechanical explanation to how harry is going to come back to life when honestly a like religious or theological or you know mystical answer would suffice just fine and then the other half of the chapter is dumbledore treating harry like he is jesus but, <sighs> and telling him a bunch of facts like it's just I love the weird, I love the weird little details that are in here. Yeah. That are just like, like Grindelwald use, wanting to use the resurrection stone to like make an army of Inferi. Like there are just so many weird little factual details that Dumbledore drops yeah. in. Yeah. It's just like, what is this here for? Yeah. Yeah. In in this very weird, like, could you imagine this, this, this same scene happening in a book, but it's like someone going to confession <laughs> and just boring the priest for like an hour and a half with like and here's here's another thing i i think that the peverells were uh were that was all marketing i don't believe right that, yeah like just really weird because it's answering questions for the audience and not for harry or for dumbledore <laughs> right yeah in a very important emotion or what should be an important emotional scene but yeah let's let's talk about that because the okay the de- yeah the details that Dumbledore drops outside of the like ooh I don't know who killed Ariana and it could have been me thing and, and there's and there's the part where I feel like Harry is supposed to be the audience stand in where it's like aren't you wondering who did it and I'm like no <laughs> I don't care <laughs> I really don't um but the the so he is in such distress over this and he's yeah. like Harry you wonderful little man can you forgive me. <laughs> And Harry's like, uh, yeah, of course, because you did you did all of this uh, with Hallows, not Horcruxes, which is okay. a which is a line that feels like it was supposed to land with like great import, right? Like, because it's repeated multiple is times. It, what does it mean? I don't 
What? Well, I that's, no, that's no, just like, the moral... question, isn't it, Liz? Yeah, it <laughs> is. I have I have zero moral is, uh, implications. Yeah. For, I'm just like, these are both made up words. Yeah, Harry is like, don't worry. I know you're different. You are, you are different from Voldemort because you wanted to be immortal with Hallows, not Horcruxes. Right. Why that's better, I'm not really sure, especially because, so like, Harry, Harry says Hallows, not Horcruxes, and Dumbledore's like, Hallows, not Horcruxes. I'm like, hmm, you're onto something here. Oh, Harry. I did never thought of I it. I never like thought that. of it like that. Um, and then proceeds to tell Harry one, uh, Grindelwald wanted the resurrection stone to build a zombie army. <laughs> Which <laughs> new lore coming in right at the last minute for the for the resurrection stone. I I love how she refused to just use the word zombie so that this makes like less sense because Voldemort never had the resurrection right. stone. And actually the like secret big reveal in this chapter that wasn't supposed to be one, I don't think, is that Voldemort didn't even know about the Hallows or care about them. Right. Which Wow. Uh, but Voldemort also had an Inferi army, so I guess the Resurrection Stone just has, like, this also, like, side thing that it can do, but can also be accomplished in other ways. Right. By other well, evil spells. It's so. confusing, because the... So, we've seen two... Well, okay. We've seen one use of the Resurrection Stone, and we yeah. have heard two other things it can do. <laughs> Not a single one of them connects to another. Right. So Harry uses it. That's the one we can see. And it brings back, like, ghosts, but better. But he's using it for good, so it's okay. He's using it for good, so it's okay. And he, and they it brings back, like, a, like, ghost 2.5 that is, like, yeah. that is, like, oh, it's, like, it's, like, mostly a ghost, but, like, We've turned on ray tracing. Um, we've added the DLC for you. Like it's it's uh-huh. it's the, it's the the ultimate edition of the ghost. Yeah. Um, the Peverells either really did this or made up a story about it, <sighs> where uh, a guy used it to summon his dead wife, and it was so horrifying, and she was so upset that he killed himself. Yeah, it was Pet Cemetery, right? It was, yeah, it sounded like he, she got Pet Cemeteried. Which I guess turns in... I guess, I, guess, I guess I guess you could stretch that to say, oh, that's the Inferi. That sounds like it sucks. Yeah, that sounds... sounds like they did a bad job. Um, And then Dumbledore says that Grindelwald wanted it because he could summon a zombie army with it. These aren't... These don't really work together. I And I'm... <laughs> I don't know. Like the resurrection stone just sounds like it kind of does whatever you want when you turn it. Um uh the other part of this that makes no sense is that like Dumbledore very confidently is like I'm pretty sure ultimately that at the end of the day the hallows are just 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 some some cool items that someone crafted that they made some wacky stories about. Mm-hmm. If you're the Peverells. Yeah. What is the purpose of creating? Well, for one thing, two of them, all three of them died. <laughs> two of them died way early in the story. Like one of them killed himself. Sure. The other one died in a bar fight. Yeah. How did? And also, the wand has been passed around, and and also does only pass to a new owner through dueling. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> what 
<laughs> what purpose would they have to lie about? Like, oh, I'm going to make up a really cool story about how I brought my wife back and it was really fucked up when I killed myself. <laughs> and I'm all like, did he then kill himself to like make the story work? Did he like change his name and wear a fake mustache for the rest of like, were people going like, damn, I got to get my hands on those Peverell products. They, uh, they sound really good. One guy killed himself because of one. The other guy got into a fight and died because of one. And we don't know where the other one is. I need <laughs> my, my favorite thing is that Dumbledore and Grindelwald got together and were like so hyped up about finding these like mythical items, except they were also just like, neither of us give a shit about the invisibility cloak. <laughs> the invisibility cloak sucks. <laughs> Buff the cloak. I guess we have to like collect them all for the set bonus. But the cloak is really bad. Like, yeah, I'm I'm so confused about this because because right after pulling the rug out from under Harry and being like, I don't think these things are like cosmic mystical items, right? He then has like a full on like meltdown about the master of death and how he was not worthy to become master of death. And Grindelwald wasn't worthy to become master of death. But Harry, Harry truly understands love and sacrifice so he is worthy to become the master of death but so like, he can get the set bonus right but you just told us that it was fake yeah and all of these objects seem like they do shitty stuff like it's just like bad yeah i love the, there's the there's the part where where they're talking about how they were super excited to get the elder wand and the uh and and the stone and not really the cloak where Voldemort, where dumbledore kind of offers this like well, I guess the cloak is good because you can, like, share it with people. Yeah, you can, like, hide people, I guess. You can, like, hide people under it along with you, which I don't understand because, one, surely a demiguise one can do that, too. <laughs> yeah. Like, do they, or, or is it, de like, do the demiguise cloaks, are they, like, those, like, weird green bodysuits that people wear? Like, is that, is it a... Uh, is it one of those or like and you can't put another person in it or are they just really small because like the, the, it's a real lame answer to just be like it's special because uh you can put someone else under it especially because it's pointed it, the book has gone out of its way recently to tell us that it does not fit harry ron and hermione under it anymore yeah the other feet are poking out yeah they're they look very funny there's just a bunch of shoes walking around Mm -hmm. um uh but yeah the, the hallows stuff here is so funny because it is i bet there's a version of this where the the like speculation that like i bet it was all marketing would kind of make sense if and also the the thing about harry saying hallows not horcruxes might maybe make sense if the hallows had been like a running thing throughout the story Mm -hmm. And we had gotten time to, like, see different opinions about the Hallows or, like, what they did or, like, what people would do to get them. Nobody knows about them. No one knows about them. Uh, except uh, one guy. Except everyone does that it's a children's story. <laughs> everyone knows the children's story. But uh, uh, they we only hear the children's story in book seven out of seven. And only uh, Xenophilius Lovegood, who was invented for book seven out of seven, knows about it. Mm -hmm. So... That honestly just leaves me with a question of like, so so clearly the blood thing was thought about earlier on, um, because because there's no denying that like oh that line from Goblet of Fire where Dumbledore like looks triumphant for a second when Harry's like he took my blood, ouchie, um, 
matters or mattered at that point. Um, but that answer is not satisfying here. And, <laughs> and it's very like, like I can only imagine what a disaster it could have been. I guess if the hallows had been explained this whole time, like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if this answer actually is, is good for a long story now that I think about it, but it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the hallows are weird. Cause I, I think there's like almost a ghost of a story here about, the hallows like actually being sort of shitty and not doing anything yeah but like people like the legend leads people to their own destruction but i don't think that's what it's trying to do because harry has special blood so he gets to like use them good yeah and it's a little confusing too because it's also about cheating death right like the hallows are bad and the horcruxes are bad but i guess worse because you're cheating death and like going against the natural order of things, right? But so is the magic love blood magic. Harry's getting a free respawn out of this. Mm-hmm. So, like, all all of this storytelling in the service of like this is about accepting death, uh, and 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 you know not not unnaturally like extending your life because as we all know uh, the last enemy that shall be defeated is death because when you die you go to heaven for eternity right like that is that i guess it's because this is an unspoken christian story i mean like like it is it is one because the author says it is right and and, and clearly <laughs> intended it to be one but it there's no point in this where we actually aside from dumbledore who 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 like waffles on this position depending on what the chapter needs there is no stand in for god or jesus or christianity or or you know the holy like there's nothing there's no uh trinity for harry to believe in because he is the messiah right mhm and that makes this very confusing because because it is not a like alter like this is not the godly path like realizing that like like oh you want to live forever uh uh you know uh devote yourself to christ right like like that that doesn't work because there's nothing for harry to devote himself to in that manner so he just found there are three ways to cheat death and he found he had the good one i guess and they're kind of they're kind of in order it's like horcrux that's the worst kind because you got to murder someone uh hallows uh you know kind of complicated man-made i mean like i mean the how are the hallows meant to be like a stand-in for technology i don't know i don't know what they represent like or what they you could possibly stretch them uh you know like false like like you know false religions quote unquote like i i i I don't know and then i guess harry's blood thing is like the good way to cheat death because you get a second chance uh uh if you if you complete this very complicated speed run strat but also it's in your blood and it's not a thing that you come to naturally which is what like a religion would be right where it's like oh anyone anyone can can uh attain eternal eternal rest if they devote themselves to christ and and repent for their sins and what have you 
that also does not exist in the story. There is no equivalent to that. So it's like, what? These, these are just three mechanical answers to cheating death. Right. So I'm just left going like, what the fuck was the point of all this? I don't know. It, like, I feel like when it's all like stripped bare in this chapter, it ends up like shortcutting in a really weird way where it just feels like it's trying to tell you like the the path to heaven is like just... Just don't be scared of death, idiot. <laughs> right. And that's like, and that's like sad because it's like that's impossible, <laughs> that right? Is, that is impossible. And also, like, 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 fearing death and and becoming comfortable with the idea of passing on is something that like a lot of religions are concerned with, right? And like the the idea of an afterlife is comforting, but like that is still like fear of death is still something that motivates religious people, right? Like, that is a big basis for, like, crisis of faith in, Mm -hmm. because you're right, it is, it is, it's just like saying, all you gotta do is not fear death. It's like, well, easier said than done, that is what the the religion's for, and being religious is, like, a active thing you do. Right. It's interesting that Harry Potter, and being so mechanical in its answers, is just trying to, like, cut that out and shortcut it and be, and in really being like just don't be just don't be scared stupid but it's like when i when i read this i can't i can't get away from feeling like it's trying to tell me that voldemort's crime wasn't his pursuit of living forever but just his desire to and it's yeah. like all of a sudden it's sort of criminalizing his like trying to survive yeah and I just can't, I'm like, I can't, I can't, can't be mad at that, yeah, right? It, yeah, it is so weird that, that one of my main takeaways from this chapter is feeling sorry for Voldemort. Yeah. But, like, they got there uh, uh, by saying he was a flayed child that was screaming on the ground here. Like, I want yeah. someone help that baby. Right. <laughs> he just wants to live. And I'm like, what's wrong with that? Yeah. Yeah, it is it is very strange. I what what do you make of the wand lore in this as well? I don't understand it at all. Because that's the other we get we get kind of a, a, a lore sandwich here, and that we get the we get the very mechanical explanation of the blood, and then we get yeah. the the more the more emotional, weird, like Dumbledore forgiveness pay on here. Uh, and then we we close out with uh, how an explanation of how wand lore works. Was anyone asking? Not until this book. That's nobody for sure. asked. Yeah, I was not wondering about this. the The idea that Ollivander is an important enough character to get name dropped in the limbo chapter is very <laughs> funny to me. Right? <laughs> like, just some fucking guy. He was not. He he did not appear. For six books. Yeah, he owns like a store. You go (laughs) buy a wand and it's like 20 bucks, right? You go to the wand store and he says like, well, at least Voldemort made the trains run on time. Yeah. And you're like, okay, weirdo, give me my wand. And then you, I did not (laughs) think about him for six other books (laughs) until the second half of Deathly Hallows, where it turns out, I guess he is super fucking important, actually. Yeah, I don't really know... I don't really know about this wand stuff. It all sounds like nonsense. Um, 
because it is. I think the only detail that I'm stuck on is Dumbledore having it be the plan that Snape was supposed to take the Elder Wand because I literally don't yeah, know what, what he's talking that? about. What? I'm like, what? Then what? <laughs> then what, fucker? What is going to happen? <laughs> the same what is, thing. What is the plan? Th- that is so confusing because like that is... He he starts that off by saying, poor Severus. Why didn't he just tell him then? Yeah. Hey, once you kill me, take my wand. It's that simple. Yeah, he couldn't have guaranteed that Snape would have ended up with the wand. Or, okay, here here's the, the biggest stretch I can imagine here. Does Dumbledore, was Dumbledore's plan to... Have Snape technically be the owner of the wand and Voldemort to not realize that and and still take the older wand like he did anyway and for all of this same thing to happen but he was just assuming that he would not that Voldemort would not kidnap Ollivander and learn and was maybe hoping that it would just like the wand wouldn't work as well for Voldemort and and he wouldn't find out about the deep lore and Snape would survive. But like otherwise the same thing would happen. Is that it? Like that's the only thing I can think here. I mean, no, because Dumbledore literally says that Snape was supposed to have ended up with the Elder Wand. Oh, yes. But then what? Yeah. Yep. Was would, was What if he just took off? What? I don't know. What did, why, so, so Voldemort didn't care about the Hallows. He just wanted the, the good wand. He wanted the super He gun. just heard about the death stick. He just heard about the cool gun. And was like, I gotta get me one of those. I gotta get me one of those. But he didn't care about the Hallows, which would, seems like, honestly. Or didn't know about them, either. Yeah. Honestly, I'm more and more on his side. <laughs> he was like, that sounds shitty. I'm not that interested. That sounds stupid. An invisibility cloak? What am I going to do with that? What am I going to do with that? I love being the center of attention. I like flying everywhere. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand. Like, so one, the the wand lore mattering as much as it does, and it it, it mattering because Ollivander knew that the Elder Wand was a twin. No, Voldemort's wand was a Mm-mm, twin mm-hmm. with Harry's, and so yep. that one exploded. But then he also knew that the Elder Wand was real, and I guess he also knew the dueling lore about yeah, it. Yeah, but nobody else knows about that, I guess. No one knows any that. Like, literally no one else knows about that little detail about dueling. Which is also somehow the uh the only part of the death stick legend that has survived is the fact that uh you win it through dueling so i'm a little confused there i i why is there so much lore in this chapter this is not the chapter for lore. No! I think that's where I'm stuck on, is the, the Purgatory Limbo chapter is not where you do the lore. <laughs> the second... It's where you strip the lore away to do the theme. The second to last chapter. The second to last chapter is sandwiched with two very long mechanical explanations of things we don't fucking care about. So, so let me see if I have this straight, because I could just be totally wrong about this. So when Harry and Voldemort dueled in book four, yeah. 
the wands recognized each other because they, they, they were like, the "Oh, we're core. related. Same We've hat. got the same blood." Um, and then they connected, and Harry, because he was so courageous, won the the Beam Brother duel, and so his wand vored some of Voldemort's wand's power. <laughs> Which made him very good at 1v1-ing Voldemort. But not his wand. It's li- like specifically Voldemort. So that when Voldemort used Lucius's wand, Harry's wand was like, hey, I know you. And did golden goop. Is that all that's being told to us here? I... That's what... That is the... Ex- this, is, this is what Dumbledore needs to tell us in Purgatory. <sighs> It's so funny that there's like a whole paragraph about how like, yeah, your wand was super fucking kick ass at dueling Voldemort, which Harry never did with that wand. Like, no. And then and then Harry literally is like, wow, well, if my wand's so good, then why could Hermione step on it? (laughs) What a dumb fucking question. Like, oh, (laughs) oh, you're telling me the Xbox is the most powerful console that's ever existed. Then how can if I throw it down some stairs, it breaks like what the fuck are you talking about, Harry? It literally just in there for people for the fucking Quora questions 10 years later. Yeah. Literally, literally there because J.K. Rowling didn't fucking want to see someone ask on Quora if the if Dumbledore's right and the wand is so powerful, then why could it get stepped on? <laughs> what the? Yeah. It's so pointless. It's like that. That is the most defensive jk rowling answer yet it's gotta be it's like <laughs> oh oh why was if my wand was so powerful how can it break it's like well it's still a physical object i, I mean honestly that's what dumbledore should have said he should have been like well it is made of wood <laughs> it's made of wood harry it has a feather inside like what do you want <laughs> yeah so i think you're right and but like that makes the aside about how like oh yeah and 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 that's why you were at a super special wand for fighting Voldemort, but actually you never got to fight Voldemort with it after it got juiced up. Mm-hmm. Okay. So why does that fucking matter then? Why, why tell us this? I mean, like if, if Harry had like gone to fight Voldemort before and going to purgatory and he had pointed his wand at Voldemort and like sent a spirit bomb at him or whatever, <laughs> That and then Harry was like, "Hey, what was the deal with that like spirit bomb that my wand cast?" Dumbledore would be like, "Ah, well, you see, your wand is very good at killing specifically Voldemort. That's something, I guess. But like, without that, it's like, well, it's broken. It, he doesn't. He doesn't have it. It doesn't matter anymore. Uh, this only exists to also, by the way, be a weird slam on Hermione. A couple, <laughs> yeah, couple of Hermione." Comes up. Hermione could not fucking catch a break no. since she broke Harry's wand. No, it sucks. It's so bad. So like, not <laughs> only, not only is Harry like still cheesed about this wand breaking. He's like, oh, if it's so powerful, how could stupid Hermione could step on it? Um, <laughs> but Dumbledore, in this moment, lets lets Harry know that like the reason he had Hermione go on the quest with him is. That he was counting on her to nag him a whole bunch and to keep him focused. Yep. Specifically to slow him down. 
Because she's so fucking annoying. Do you think, Harry, I, I would love to know. I'm assuming it probably won't come up in these chapters that we have left. Because we just have one big battle in the epilogue left, right? Is Harry going to, like, tell Hermione, like, hey, I spoke to Dumbledore in Purgatory. Uh, and he said you were really fucking annoying and nagging. And uh, you were hired to slow me down. So thanks for doing that. Because it all worked out. Like, what? also like my my i'm like having a brain blast that if this is just supposed to be in harry's head that that's his like subconscious right. thought about hermione yeah, if, he's like oh oh she must have been put there to just piss me off yeah there's no way this looks good if if this is if this is what it clearly is which is that it is it is dumbledore appearing to explain everything to the audience then it's just dumbledore being an asshole to hermione to, from beyond the grave like i said you're annoying friend to slow you down <laughs> right after this is so not only <laughs> did dumbledore appear it was like it was like you know i was gonna i was gonna take you to hot topic but now you just want to argue with me he did that <laughs> first and then he started bringing up harry's friends too like from, from, beyond, from beyond the years like in another thing hermione that bitch is so fucking annoying stop hanging out with her she just slows you down <laughs> and then or it is harry having this like subconscious like piecing things together moment where he's like oh Hermione was probably there to be a nag the whole time. Cool. How does that make sense? How does it make sense how annoying Hermione was? Oh, it must have been uh, part of the plan. That's why she broke my wand and it was and argued with me all the time. She was just there to slow me down on purpose. And honestly, that's like again answering like questions that we are definitely not asking. Like, well, why was Hermione there? Oh, to be annoying. But what I really want to know is why was Ron there? Why? What's up with the orb? What's that's up? all I. That's all I want to know from Dumbledore. What's up with the orb that takes you back to the person who was last thinking about your wiener? What's What's with that? I'm gonna need an explanation on that one. Dumbledore. That is the one lore question I do have for Dumbledore. <laughs> like like what what were the mechanics of that thing ron left the group because he he was grumpy yeah he got pissed he off. got pissed off and he and he went and like stayed not at home because he knew they would yell at him and he like want went and stayed with his like old cool older brother that's right he went to his cool older brother he and almost he, got snatched and then he wandered around for a bit and then he like was fucking around with this with this zippo that like takes the the light sources away and then all of a sudden the orb didn't go back to the light it started to go and he heard hermione's voice talking about his wand mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he went on a fucking mystic hike all the way back <laughs> following this orb i that i do want to know what was going on there dumbledore what was the reason dumbledore what d d also did dumbledore because i think it's implied that dumbledore like the the, the deluminator is like a dumbledore special yeah he made that thing he made that yeah so is that has that always been its purpose it's like if you had a fight with someone it would lead you back <laughs> to the food court that you broke up in like what <laughs> Was this happening a lot with Dumbledore? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he made it for Grindelwald, maybe. I mean, I mean, the thing that happens at the end, and like, granted, it's a lot more comedic and kind of sweet in a in a roundabout way in 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 Ron's case. But what happens is 
Ron uh, uh, <laughs> comes back following the orb and, like, apologizes to Hermione, but, like, really poorly, right? Like, he has a really dumb apology for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and And here's Dumbledore with a really dumb apology for Harry. <laughs> <laughs> so like is that what this, this uh, here's the deluminator it it allows you to uh uh to just like sneak by and get people to forgive you with just the worst fucking excuses yeah <laughs> definitely <laughs> i want i think that i think this is why dumbledore and grindelwald broke up actually i think that like they were like on the quest for their magical objects and and Dumbledore was like, "Look, I made a fourth Hallow. Look, check this out. <laughs> I made you. It's like, what does it what does it do? It's like, well, it uh it <laughs> brings <laughs> summons an orb, uh that that summons you after we've had a fight, and and then Grindelwald's just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> this is so stupid. This sucks. That's and that's when they broke up. Yeah. Uh, and but then and then Dumbledore used the Deluminator later. And, and that's how he followed the orb back to where Aberforth <laughs> and Grindelwald were. Oh, no! And that's where the fateful duel happened. Oh, damn it. Uh, the orb is always getting him into trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no, no weird Ron slams here. Just Hermione. Like, it's so no, weird. Why? It, and that makes me wonder why Ron was there at all. <laughs> right. Why? Why? If we, if we need, absolutely need dumbledore to explain why the main characters are still in the book <laughs> why not both why just Things have hermione? gone very wrong <laughs> why why would why would she just write an explanation for why one of the characters was there but not both of them to be very annoying to be very annoying yeah hermione if that's the explanation hermione was there to slow you down and be annoying but for a good cause mm-hmm it's so weird. The creature behind them jerked and moaned. Someone help that baby. Someone help the baby. It's a flayed baby. Please. Please help that creature. Yeah, it, being flayed, not good. That isn't... No. That's not a fun thing to be. Uh, no. I would, I would hope that someone would help help the baby, but, but, but as we all know, some souls simply just are beyond redemption. Some babies are beyond saving. Some babies are beyond um, saving. <laughs> I, I legitimately do not know this answer, and maybe you can answer the facts for me. Mm. Is the baby the like the Horcrux that was in Harry's head? Because his scar is healed, right? Is that what that is? Like, is that the piece of Voldemort's soul that he put into Harry? Or is that because Voldemort is also knocked out right now, and that is the soul that he has remaining in his current body? I believe the implication is that that is the piece of soul that was in Harry. Okay. I think. I, I don't have, like, a satisfying, like, smoking gun answer for you. Mm-hmm. Because the book doesn't seem all that Lord interested in Jesus. it. But I'm pretty sure it's meant to represent the, like, the one that's been inside Harry. Okay, because there's, like, some stuff in here that's, like, oh, that's the, like, I think that she's even said, like, though, that's his soul that's, like, stunted without love or whatever. And I, and one, I'm, like, oh, love that baby, then. Love the baby, um, love the flayed baby. Love the baby, then. then. Um, I'm, like, confused about which part it is. Right. Like, I don't, I don't understand, like, if there is some, because, like, he split his soul into seven pieces, right? Mm-hmm. But it sort of is implying that there's, like, a truer piece, that is this like stunted creature 
but that doesn't I, I don't care. Never mind. <laughs> See, I, decided, I, I, I decided I don't care. I think I think it is just I think it is a baby because it's like small. I think it's just like, oh, this is a small piece of soul. It's represented as a as a baby. And that because Harry's soul is whole, he is represented in like nude self form. Right. I think that's kind of where I where I pick like piece that together. Is it's uh, like, Dumbledore is too. He's described as whole and white. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did laugh yeah, at that. Yeah, that was yeah. Um and then we get the two the two lines that everyone remembers. Because I, I, I we we talked about one of them, but there's actually another one here that's that's another another big and, and like this is the like the big thematic one. Uh do not pity the dead Harry, pity the living and above all those who live without love. Not the baby that's in the corner, though. Um, no, that's babies beyond help. S- s- what? What do you make of this? I, I I don't know. It's all bullshit. It's all like supposed to sound nice, and it just doesn't mean anything. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's a. I yeah, I find it a very odd thing to say in context. Mm. It's it's it is a. I find it a weirdly condescending thing for. Dumbledore to believe uh when all of this all of this plan has been to like help the living right but for him to just be like yeah but they don't know how cool it is here in the limbo station uh is very funny to me yeah honestly like maybe they should just let everyone die <laughs> yeah it sounds because it, it rules if, if everyone dying right now is like heroic and I mean clearly Lupin is fine with it. Uh, he's chill, and he died five minutes ago. Right. Sounds like everyone should just die and go to this cool station. <laughs> if if it's if it's that great, um, it, everyone's hanging out. Yeah, Harry's gonna come back to life, and the love magic is gonna protect everyone, and everyone's gonna be like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, like, I wanted to go to heaven, but this is fine too, I guess. Hmm. Um. That's just that was just funny to me because it is it is a it is a very. Uh, uh, a weird thing to say and, uh, and especially weird with with the flayed the flayed unloved monster in the room um yeah i think that's the part that, that really sticks out to me um and then the the idea that uh uh harry, i mean harry literally asking is this all real or is it in my head is so funny to me like we can't <laughs> even let this scene be figurative uh, the character has to ask whether it is or isn't is very funny to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, what's happening? Of course, it's happening inside your head, Harry. But why on earth shouldn't that should that mean it's not real? What does that fucking mean? In wow. in light in light, because oh, it's like this is so great, right? Because like that is a line that is a great line about what stories mean to people. Right. That's that's the context that always comes up in. Right. I mean, that's the context that you mentioned, like J.K. Rowling quote tweeted it in. Right. Like, mm-hmm. it's, oh, oh, stories mean things to people and they're powerful and, and, and the, the emotions are real. But that's not the answer we need here. The answer I need is, hey, is this really Dumbledore? <laughs> because he sure has a lot of information that only Dumbledore could have. Right. So a lot of weird details. Yeah, I'm. I I I am not satisfied. I love 
ambiguity like this in stories usually like if a story has a weird scene that no one is sure is real or not that's that's my that is my candy i love that Mm -hmm. always into that kind of thing um but there is no real wiggle room here for this line to like leave you on that like cool note because it's like well this was a weird old man asking harry for forgiveness for 10 pages like this does not come across like it is just harry's um harry's own imagination right it really was like my worst fear too and Mm. like the dumbledore stuff wrapping up this way and spending this whole book having this like sort of crisis of faith about like maybe dumbledore wasn't as great as we we originally thought but to just really wrap it up in this chapter with harry as reader stand-in being like no, he really was as great as we thought. Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, Harry, like, literally says, no, you're not as bad because you don't kill people without a good reason. That, and yeah, I'm just you, like, you what the fuck is that? You kill people when you try. Like, like when you, you, you know, if you can help it, you don't kill people. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> That's a real, like, like, Moses and God discussing the Minionites thing. Just like, ah! <laughs> Those guys had it coming. That's fine. Right. It's really bizarre. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I don't... I don't know what to make of this thing, really. Because um, it was... It, 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 it was the chapter that I remembered the most aesthetically. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, yeah, I remember there's a part where, where they do the Matrix revolutions thing yeah but mostly because that's like it's such a like touchstone yeah that when you read this chapter it's just like so clear in your head and so i remember this chapter too but it's literally just because i was like oh they're doing the matrix thing yeah they're doing the matrix thing um but yeah mechanically it's just like it doesn't really provide anything we need um it just just some very clumsy and complicated explanations for puzzles i guess that we really didn't want or need answers to and then the emotional core of it is so confusing because i don't i i really can't parse what it's like what what its relation to the themes and what its relation to the um the theology of the story is either so i'm kind of left with nothing here Mm -hmm. other than facts this is a no themes. It's a lot of facts. Yeah, no themes, no characters, a lot of facts in this chapter. I know we've talked about it before, but I am more convinced than ever, as in pretty much 100% convinced that J.K. Rowling did intend the romance between Grindelwald and Dumbledore. I, I think yes. that it is very, very plain here. The way that Dumbledore talks about Grindelwald, too, and like their couple summers together. And I'm like, all of a sudden, I'm just like, wow, that really was intended, and she should have kept it to herself because it's like extremely fucked yeah, up. Yeah, that that is, I I think a valid read of it. It is so funny. I mean, for the the prevailing thing for so long was that she like completely made that up to like score brownie points or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think I think you're totally spot on here. I think that she kind of spun something that she knew deep down was kind of offensive into something else for brownie points right yeah how about this line you cannot imagine how his ideas caught me harry and flamed me mm. muggles forced into subservience mm. we wizards triumphant grindelwald and i the glorious young leaders of the revolution mm-hmm. how about that mm. Mm. yeah kind of a uh uh 
on the nose, I guess. I, I that is that is as gay as characters got in 2007. Oh yeah, that that's such a, that is such a um, gay characters in a kids book too. Yeah, like that felt like it was like oh that's as good as you could could get kind of. Yeah, but 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 also not not as good as you can get, and that like this book won't get published otherwise. And more of right. a like this is as good as it gets. Uh, and also J.K. Rowling put it here because it's like a you know a a a, a villain trope, right? Like, right. Like this is. This is Vol- this is Dumbledore's past transgressions that he he regrets. Mm-hmm. It's very weird, um, and and it, I mean like that also makes the thing where he's like, oh, I bet you know, I bet Grindelwald changed later in life thing that that much weirder, right? Of like, mm-hmm. big like I said earlier, big spinning thinking emoji on some of this stuff. Yeah, seriously. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think I think I agree with you on this. I think I think that. The idea that Dumbledore was was meant to be gay might have come a lot earlier than we think, um, mm-hmm. just just for the uh, opposite reason. Yeah, not a, I was not expecting that. Yeah, it's pretty clear. There's there's no because he like, yeah there's there's no other way to read that really like that like that is that is the when you say you're spending a summer spending summers with someone, that's what that means. Yeah, and got a little caught up in those dangerous ideas over those couple summers. Mm, they inflamed me. Mm, yeah, I'm just like I. Yeah, that I, it's it's just very plain yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, this is a weird one because I feel like there's a billion different facts in this chapter. Yeah, uh, but we're kind of at the end of like the narrative arc of it. Is there any? Are there any other little little details here and there you want to pick at or? I wish I could muster any amount of care for the facts. Like yeah. I, I'm like I feel like I've got a lot of them like sort of wrong probably. <laughs> it, it's just hard hard to muster any kind of care about them. Right. That's kind of a good segue for me, I think, to kind of sum up sure. how I feel about this chapter, which is that like I I read this chapter and I was like, "Oh my god, we're in for like another 5-hour episode." But then the more I thought about it, I was like, actually, maybe not. Because the problem is, there is nothing to discuss with a lot of these facts. Um, and, and, and a lot of a lot of stuff in this chapter. And it, it goes back to what I was saying earlier about how, like, this... We, we could be completely wrong about everything in this chapter in terms of, like, <laughs> someone, yeah. someone could, you know, uh, 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 tweet me... Uh, like uh, just a smoking gun. Like here is a, I, you know, I, I can't imagine what it would be, but like here, here is a line that proves no. This all, this, this is all in Harry's head. There, there's an easy explanation. You can, you can extrapolate every fact Dumbledore says here into something Harry has learned previously in this book or thought previously in this book, and he's just putting it together here. Like, you, I, I, I have plenty of room in me to believe that I'm, I'm missing something or, um. Uh, uh, misinterpreting something that happens in this chapter. The problem is that I don't think it, ma- it fucking matters. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that's ultimately right. the problem here. Is that, like if I'm wrong about this, okay, what does that change? <laughs> like, yeah, I, I think that like the emotional arc of this chapter is so like weird and bare bones too. Is that there's nothing, there's no meat here. Right. It's just like lore masquerading as an answer to a puzzle. Yeah, there. The- but but there is no puzzle, and the answer is just like, oh, it's 
it's magic that you haven't heard of before. <laughs> it's, here is how it works in excruciating detail. The line where Dumbledore is like, uh, it's it's magical theory beyond what we know. We don't it's know like, any mother, magical yeah, theory. We don't know what any magical theory is in this series. <laughs> what are you talking about? It, it, it's like this idea that this ma- this magic that we're encountering here are is breaking all the rules, but there is no rules, right? Right. We we there's no rules to break. Yeah, we have no idea what the rules are. And this was the thing with the Hallows, right? Like the the Hallows represented this even before we got to this chapter, which was that like everyone who was saying like, "Oh, the Hallows are so stupid," that has to be a children's story. Why? We there's no boundaries for magic that we know of. Right, it all sounds reasonable. Every, like, magical thing, especially in this book, has just, like, suddenly done something different that we also have never heard of. <laughs> yeah, we got Patronus emails uh, in this chapter, and or in, in this book, and we also got, like, you can split Patronuses into different emails if you need to send multiple. Like, that all happened in this book. Yeah, sure, okay. I, I just, like, none of this seems that, that out of bounds, because there's no bounds that have been established. Yeah. But yeah, I I I I just I don't feel like there's any any explanation for the things that happen in this chapter that can create a uh meaningful enough thematic takeaway to matter, right? And I think that's ultimately where this thing fails is it's like I can accept a chapter that has a mechanical explanation that makes, you know, that, that, that makes things make sense. And I can accept a chapter that, um, that like kind of fudges the details, but gets you across the finish line emotionally. But this is neither of those. This mm-hmm. it, it's like, it's a jumbled mess of facts and ideas um, and answers to questions that I really didn't have. And it's also very empty emotionally. Uh, yeah i I just don't i don't buy into it right like i don't buy into the like oh death is like good actually (laughs) and and like and that's so easy right like that's the thing that's so funny about this is 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 because because jk rowling is telling a like uh a, a a a pretty classic fertile story right of just like the oh uh 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 learning to accept that nothing is forever or, or 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 even like working in just like literally like hey here's a christian allegory for you Th- mm-hmm. those are both and sometimes at the same time uh, there's a rich tradition of great stories that are about both of those things um which which makes it all the funnier because you have like a legacy to compare this to that it just doesn't stack up against and you're just like i don't i i impressive that you managed to make a story where where I just don't kind of don't buy into a very basic, like uh, it's good. It's good to uh, sacrifice for other people story. It's like, well, you fucked that up big time, Joe. If you can't get me on board for that, like, I don't know. Yeah. It just doesn't land. Yeah. Because I don't know where it's trying to land. Really? That's Uh the main thing is I don't know where the plane's landing. Right. I, I I have no idea what she's going for, what airport we're in. Uh, I just, it's landing somewhere. Couldn't tell you what it was. Again, I, I don't think we're in a good spot when I just really am sort of like, 
kind of thinking Voldemort is the most sympathetic character. Yeah. Like, and, and really in the ways that he isn't are all just sort of random traits that he has unrelated to his ultimate goal, right? Because yeah. his ultimate goal being like living forever, which is just inherently bad. But we also know he's bad because he does like a lot of other evil things for sort of random reasons, right? Mm-hmm. I, but now he's just a just a fucked up baby, right? I really think that it was a mistake to portray him as a like flayed infant. <laughs> like yeah. maybe the most sympathetic. I mean, like this is so funny, right? Because again, this is this is right out of the J.K. Rowling playbook. Isn't it sad that a child is dying? Yes. And for the first time, I'm like, yeah, actually, it kind of is. I'm kind of sad about this. Like, someone help, mm-hmm. someone help that fucked up baby. Like, right. And and I and I guess for the first time, she's actually not using that as like an emotional pin, and it's just going like, well, would hate to be a fucked up baby. Would, huh? It would be. It would suck to be a flayed, a flayed monster child. Uh, don't do that. I guess. Very yeah. very weird stuff. Um. All right. Is there anything else you want to cover in this chapter, or shall we uh, take a quick break? Uh, I think I'm good. All right. We will be back after a short break. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Liz, you've been having a busy couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've been you've been working very hard. Um, we had to take a a thing a, a, a little break from the show. I think you deserve a little a little treat Ooh. for a third segment, which is why I have uh, heroically recovered my Wattpad login. Oh, thank God. Um, cause it got, I, I, I think they like did a forced p- password change. Yeah, I can't get into mine. Hmm. Yeah, they, 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 I think they got hacked at some point and they forced everyone to change yeah. their passwords or like gave you a new one. So, so I have a bunch of like spam DMs from some, some accounts <laughs> in here, but nonetheless, I have, I have, I have, uh, made it back into my account and I think it's time for us to revisit the fun world of Imagines. I love Imagines. It's about time. It's about it's damn a, time. It's about damn time we went back to the world of Imagines. I need to imagine a better world. Ima- imagine a better world. And and since we're on the main episode, I figure we'll keep we'll we'll search Harry Potter Imagines. Mm-hmm. Um There are so many of these. The world is our oyster. What how would you like to do this? Would you like to just search Harry Potter imagines. Should we search like specific character imagines? What are there we... Fantastic Beasts ones? Like, is there are there like Grindelwald oh. ones? That's that's dangerous territory. Are there new ones? Let's see. Jude Fantastic... Law Dumbledore. Fantastic Beasts imagines and preferences. Fantastic Beasts imagines and drabbles. Fantastic Beasts imagines. Newt Scamander imagines. Newt Scamander X reader preferences and imagines. I, yeah, we got. I would like to learn about the Newt fandom. <laughs> Like who? Who watched yeah, the movies okay. and is like, oh, I'm joining the that's newt, the, the newt fandom. That's the one for me. Okay, okay, let's. Okay, so this one ha- takes us to a table of contents. This is Newt Scamander, Fantastic Beast, Imagines and Drabbles. 
table of contents. Uh, I'm just going to read you the table of contents because they're all incredible. Newt Scamander, gift. Hmm. Newt Scamander, kiss. Ooh. Newt Scamander. And then these, oh, the rest of these are all in quotes. The, the first ones were not in quotes. Okay. Newt Scamander, kiss me. <laughs> Newt Scamander, looks like we'll be trapped for a while. Dot, Ooh, dot, dot. I like the sound of that. Newt Scamander, wait a minute, are you jealous? Uh-oh. Newt Scamander, hey, I'm with you, okay? Always. Newt Scamander, I need you to wake up because I can't do this without you. Newt Scamander, <laughs> kiss me, but this time with a period. Oh. Dema- a more demanding, mm-hmm. uh, a more serious one. Mm-hmm. Newt Scamander, don't you ever do that again. Uh-oh. Strife. Newt, Sc- Newt Scamander, I dreamt about you last night. Ugh. Newt Scamander, you are my sunshine. <laughs> Newt Scamander, go to hell. Oh, it hit me with that one. <laughs> go to hell, Newt Scamander. Oh. Is he telling me to go to hell, or am I telling Some, him? Yeah, because he's in, he, that, hey, go to hell is in quotes. That's messed up. Uh, you had tried to fight it. You had, mm-hmm. oh, this is a drabble. This is not, well, okay. No, I, I guess mean, this it's is, in second person. Yeah, this isn't imagined. You had tried to fight it. You had tried to fight the magic racing through your veins. You had tried to fight the earth Why? to unleash it. I, yeah, I don't know. Let it happen. Magic. <laughs> Seems good to me. You had tried to fight the urge to free it. You just couldn't fight it any longer. Your magic wanted out. It had to get out. It what? Your oh, magic it wanted want- out. I heard wanted. Wanted out. <laughs> it wanted out. Okay. Okay. Uh, your name? Vaguely, you recognize Luth- Newt's voice. Your name? It's me, Newt. He spoke softly. <laughs> He barely moved, and he held his hands up in front of him. I won't harm you, I promise. I want to help you. I can help you. Oh, so you're like a magic beast in this. What's happening to me? Perhaps an Obscurus Uh-oh. or something. Uh, he cocked his head a little, but your magic was still twirling around you, taking away your ability to think and to focus. Keep your eyes on me. Newt lifted his hands up a little uh, higher. You tried to do what he said. You tried to breathe in and out. You tried to calm down. <laughs> I don't like Slowly, you could feel your arms and legs again. Slowly, you could move your toes and fingers again. I'm sorry, you stuttered the words. Yeah, this is crazy. You knew all too well how much damage you had done, how much trouble you had caused. Uh, You had destroyed houses! Was I the NVIDIA tech demo? You were the the particle physics demo. Oh no! You terrified an entire city. Oh, but they were just terrified? Yeah. That seems okay. You destroyed buildings, uh, hurt people, and terrified an entire city. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, don't be. Newt shook his head while he walked towards you. He wrapped his arms around you and pressed you to his chest. No, you thank you. You can't help it. I know that. <laughs> no, no, thanks. <laughs> Please back off. Uh, his hands went through your hair and no, you felt mm-mm. the tears rolling down your cheeks. I did all those horrible things, you sniff. Uh... You throat, your throat was dry and you could barely speak. I don't deserve some. Is this a trick? Is is no one going to get told to go to hell here? <laughs> I want I want Newt Scamander to tell us to fuck off because we like fucked with his like that'd be a his, twist. His book or something, right? I will help you fight this. Newt whispered, his hand rubbing your uh, back, his lips kissing your forehead. I'm just <laughs> no, I'm skipping. No. I'm skipping. I'm skipping. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want all this stuff. Let's see. 
And what if it doesn't work? What if we don't find a way to stop this? You look up at him, your eyes red and swollen from crying. It did your stop. cheeks covered in your own tears. Let's not think about that option. He shook his head and he swallowed. Don't you dare die on me. He curled one corner what? of his mouth. Oh, don't. Oh, we're dying? No. Oh. This is he curled tragic. One corner of his mouth up a little, even though it was far from funny. But you managed to smile back at him. This is very funny, actually. <laughs> What if someone else finds me? What if they want to kill me? The smile on your face faded and you trembled a little. But Newt grabbed your hands and pulled you a little closer to him. Everyone who comes anywhere near you to harm you can go to hell. Oh, bullshit. Cop out. Boo. Uh, that's bullshit. I, I've got to say, this would simply not happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> I would, this would never. I would never do this. This would, this would never happen. I would, I would never act this way. Um, if someone was coming to kill me and I had a uh, particle physic demo, I would just use that. Yeah. Yeah. It seems embrace it at that point. Yeah. You have tech demo powers own it. Okay. Back to the, back to the advent here. Uh, uh, there's, oh, sorry. Back to the, ca- the, the contents here. The last one is called advent event. You forgot to eat with Newt's commander. I don't really, I, I, I'm, I don't like these um, sort of romantic Newt Scamander taking care of me in my moments of vulnerability. <laughs> this, is, this is a bad road. You, this is, this is what you asked for. You asked, you asked for the Newt Scamander fandom. Oh, I, did, I didn't realize that this was the, the tone of the Newt Scamander fandom. <laughs> that they want to be held. I did want to learn. And now I know. And now you're good. I'm good. Uh, let's go to this other, this more general Fantastic Beasts Imagines and Preferences then. Yeah. Uh, table of Contents. How you meet. Second encounter. Beautiful significant other, Jacob Kowalski. Oh. Be my Valentine, Credence Barebone. This beast, Newt Scamander. Mischievous Scamander men, Newt Scam- Excuse me? <laughs> Mischievous Scamander men, Newt Scamander. What does that mean? Mischievous Scamander Men. I want to check. <laughs> I want to look at this one. I regret clicking this one. Mm. Mischievous Scamander Men. You put your hat over your hair before turning to your four-year-old son and kneeling to be eye to eye with him. All right. Do you <laughs> do you remember mommy's rules for going into the case no! with daddy? No. I'm hitting the emergency eject <laughs> on this one. I do I was, not want I would it. simply not have a child with this commander. <laughs> okay, back to the table of contents. His favorite color on you. See me, Credence Barebone. He asks you out. How you kiss. Your first date. Unloved no longer, Credence Barebone. Their favorite date to go on with you. I think Credence has like a lot of problems. So yeah. I don't know if he should be dating. Yeah. Uh, recovered lover. Newt Scamander. Newt Scamander. Rumbly tummy. Newt Scamander. (laughs) (laughs) There are too many Newt Scamander ones. I want some just regular old Fantastic Beasts ones. I didn't didn't realize the teens um, had a crush on Newt Scamander. Sounds like the, the teens love him. This one's called Fantastic Beasts Imagines and Preferences. However, there's no, uh, character listed in the table of contents it's just called kisses kissing emoji contest drunk cry type (laughs) of couple first Mm -hmm. date favorite food final results 
So here's the question. Mm. How and why did we get to have like a milkshake spilled on us by Emma Watson and then like told about feminism? Yeah, that's what I want. And yet we're always just kissing Newt Scamander. Yeah, that's what I want. I want, I want Newt Scamander to like talk to us about local politics Animal or rights. Yeah. Uh, Newt Scamander imagines. Newt Scamander X Reader imagines. How you meet, officially. Your first date. You're sick. Into the case. Dancing. Lost in New York City. Playful jealousy. Panic. Panic is how I'm feeling. This one's just called, hey. Uh, <laughs> new movie. Oh, wait, wait. What's a new movie? This is not a story. This is just me saying how excited I am for the next movie. And can we just appreciate this picture and how amazing all of the cast looks? I should be coming out with another one shot soon. And wow, the one year anniversary of this book is coming up. We already have 42K. Thanks all so much for the support votes and reads. Have a lovely day. And they posted the picture of the whole cast where Johnny Depp is like leaning against the wall. All weird. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I need I need some more imagines, but I need I need. I need some like platonic imagines mm-hmm. with Newt Scamander. Newt Scamander imagines. Uh, hey, request Christmas holidays. Tipsy Newton's schoolgirl crush painting him. Is his name Newton? Yes, Newton. Newt is short for Newton Scamander. Is it I found... really? I had no yeah, idea. I, I thought that was a joke when I first saw it. I thought that was like a Scooby Doo is short for Scoobert Dubert thing. <laughs> yeah, but I thought his name true. is Newt because he's like a wizard. I don't yeah, know. no, it's Newton. He is his name is Newton Scamander. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are there like maybe maybe if we're looking for like hanging out imagines, maybe Newt's the wrong character. I guess I kind of thought that he would just be hanging out. Percival Graves imagines. Oh, people have definitely got the hots for him, though. Ooh. Welcome. Good morning. Re- resolutions. Healing. Home. Readjusting. Refuge. Okay, I don't know if we, we need to read these, but you do need to see the picture on this one. Is Percival Graves a real person? No. Remember, we found that out recently, that he was never real. He was always Grindelwald. There's no real Percival Graves. He's very blurry in this picture. <laughs> POV personal Percival Graves is like photo bombing <laughs> you. <laughs> Newt Scamander one shots another one. Scars Akami incident. Queenie's matchmaking one oh one. You're a cinnamon roll. Sickness sucks. Newt Scamander's day off. Escaped Niffler. We should look for another kid. This is this is clearly there's too much romance one. happening here. Too much romance happening. We need like. It's because he's such ha- a sensitive guy. Let's see. I wonder if there's anywhere. I want to see like, oh, a day on the beat with Tina or something. Mm. Uh, Tina. Tina Goldstein's her name, right? I believe so. She's related to Anthony Goldstein from the Harry Potter books. That's right. Tina Goldstein imagines. Uh, imagine young James Potter petty fights. Wait, one shot, Newt Scamander. I hate him. <laughs> this one seems like it's going to be another co- uh another 
cop out, but I want I I want to I want to know because mm-hmm. if this isn't a cop out, I would love to read and imagine about how much Newt's commander sucks. Uh, Newt's commander, I hate him. Ugh, this fucking sucks. I say, falling into my friend Theseus's arms. <gasps> Ooh, are we complaining to his sibling? I forgot they were related. We sat under a tree near the Black Lake talking about my crush. God damn it. Cowards. Uh, Talking about my crush. Mind telling you you what got you bothered, he says, looping his arms around. Your brother, I mumble. Ah, I see, he says, chuckling. I can't bring myself to tell him. What if he rejects me? I already tell you. He feels the same way. I groan into his sleeve. I know, but I trail off. I... (laughs) I just, I want, I, give me the one where it's just someone bitching about Newt's commander for a whole chapter. I hate please. to say it. I liked, mm. uh, you know, I'm, I like what the teens have got going on. I like what they're doing here. The Fantastic yeah, Beast sure. fandom is like the most boring fandom imaginable. It's pretty, it's, it, it's, it's a desert out there for Fantastic Beast content. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, one shot. Ginny Weasley, I want to be your girlfriend. One shot. Theseus Commander, love, werewolf reader. Wait, as in we're the werewolf? Yes, werewolf The, the werewolf reader? That's werewolf us. reader, this is for werewolves only. <laughs> uh, Harry Potter imagines case stories. Yeah, Fantastic Beasts might not be as fertile as I was hoping. That's very Wait, sad. Be- being a zoologist... Oh. is one maybe this is one where we hang out with the yeah okay there's no kissing or like groping in this one this is just newt's commander <laughs> hanging out with us great in hogwarts newt always disappeared at evenings and he came back with his hands dirty and you always wonder why it wasn't before your first <laughs> fourth year in hogwarts <laughs> God damn it. sounds like none of my business <laughs> Oh, it wasn't before your fourth year in Hogwarts before he finally told you about his intense affiliation with magical beasts. Again, didn't ask. He showed you his bow truckles. (laughs) 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 And told you that he was the only one they didn't hide from. And you loved them just as much as he did. Years later, you were at you were with him as he searched for magical beasts, studied them, and wrote his book. He Who was am magiz- I? Am I Lita? Ooh, maybe, maybe. I Newt, I don't care about your bow chuckles because of that whole baby killing incident. I've, I've got <laughs> other stuff on my mind. I've got I killed a baby. Um, he was a magizoologist, and you wanted to be one too, but you weren't so good with the beasts as Newt was. Oh, that's a bummer. No that's aptitude. Th- uh the beasts liked you though right now dougal dougal the demiguys dougal right now dougal had its arms around your neck and he slept as you held him i've got a little monkey you've got a little friend (laughs) a monkey named dougal dougal snored against your shoulder and you couldn't help but smile okay okay but when he wakes up he's gonna have some real shit to say so God, he's finally asleep. <laughs> he tuckered himself out, giving a stand-up performance to no one. <laughs> he likes you, Newt looked at his book, but sometimes you were sure that Newt had eyes on his back because he knew things without looking at them. What? Though it oh. only occurred in his suitcase. 
He's what got, occurred like, in his suitcase? He's got eyes on the back of his head, but, but only, only in his in suitcase? suitcase. Okay, okay. You adjusted your hold on Dougal. I know, you're beasts like me, but that doesn't mean I'm any good at nurturing them all on my own, <laughs> like <beasts>. you are. <laughs> like, for example, Cassie needs help. I think her horns have finally begun to grow, grow properly. Your speech was interrupted as Newt abruptly stood up from his desk. This is a great chance. Let's go help Cassie. It hurt you a bit to put Dougal in his nest because he was sleeping so peacefully. <laughs> Go to your nest, Dougal. Go to your nest, Dougal. But fortunately, you managed to put him in there so carefully that he didn't <laughs> wake up. Damn, you're good with Dougal. Yeah, he's my little baby. My <laughs> little notes. baby monkey. <laughs> my, little, <laughs> my little demi guys. <laughs> Uh, take notes, watch and learn. Newt whispered to you as he carefully approached Cassie, a young Graphorn, which had troubles with her horns. Young Graphorns always needed help with their horns. Newt glanced at you and nodded in, a, in an approving manner as he saw you had taken your notepad from your pocket and were about to write some notes. What was I going to write? I don't know. No, you're, you're writing down, uh, uh Graphorns horn. always need help with their horns. Always need help with their horns. Newt crouched beside Cassie, stroked its back, and shushed it, and she was whimpering. And then he pushed Cassie's head, <laughs> head a few times. Sounds like he's just bullying this horse or whatever. <laughs> it was like he was doing CPR with her head. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why? A few pops were heard, and then immediately after that, Cassie stood up and was fine, and she licked Newt's hands and then hopped away and was her own happy self. What did he do to her? Well, I don't know, because the next line is, learn anything? And Newt asked as he turned to you. No. <laughs> no, I didn't. I maybe wrote, what, if, what could I have written in my notebook? Doing CPR with head. <laughs> uh, I think so, you answered. And he, not, I would never say that. Wrong. I would, I, wrong. Uh, he answered. You answered, and he nodded before putting his hand on your shoulder and looking straight into your eyes. You're going to be a great magizoologist. This is name. no wonder I have no aptitude. He's like asking me if I understand, and I don't, and I'm lying. I'm just like, yeah, I understand completely. <laughs> I'm never gonna make you it pushed, in this career. You pushed that horse's head a few times. Yeah, nailed it. Okay, well that one was good. I like that one. There was no no horny newt content. Has, in that has this one. author written any more? Uh, yeah, they wrote, <clears throat> A Promise, Fred Weasley, Worried, Newt Scamander, Children's Stories, Remus Lupin, Believer, Theseus Scamander, Ooh. Waffles and Walnuts, Oliver Wood. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that could mean. Yeah. Any any of these tickle your fancy? There is another Newt Scamander one here. Um, uh, Which one was the Newt Scamander one? It's called Worried, which honestly makes me a little worried. I'm a little worried. What was the Theseus one? Uh, Believer. I don't remember what Theseus is. Like, what is that character? Uh, Cop? he works the ministry. They all do. Yeah. They all work at the ministry. <laughs> <laughs> the only jobs. Yeah, I don't. I Did don't he do? Know. He was like married to Lita? Is he an Auror? Maybe. Yes, um, he's is, married to Lita. Is the um is the fic named after that song? Ooh, the the Imagine Dragons one. Yeah. Uh, n 
no, this is a okay. I'm not going to read this whole thing, but I'm going to tell you what it is. This mm. is very long. Mm-hmm. This is just set after the blue flame scene. Okay. And uh, his fiance just the, died. Yeah, and it's them. It's them arguing about um, uh, whether Queenie is a true believer or not. A true believer of the Gring, of Gringle, being a Nazi. Of being a Nazi. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, at that point, who cares? <laughs> um okay let's let's go back i, I think they really should have said it to the imagine dragon song though da, 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 da. yeah exactly uh so there are no tina goldstein imagines like on their own at maybe, least, which... they, maybe this is why she didn't have any scenes with mads is that she was cut from the movie <laughs> Uh, the director was like looking at the at the Wattpad search results. It was like, hey, people love Newt and Theseus. Uh, and you're just not, not coming up in the search here. For so. Tina. Well, what about Queenie? Queenie imagines like hanging out and baking with her or something. Ladies things. <laughs> Ladies things. Newt <laughs> Scamander imagines. Nope, this is the one we've already done. I just think that Queenie must already have like, uh, like, a step up just because she has like a crying rain scene yeah that's 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 like a magnet for this kind of thing right tragically i cannot find any queenie mad okay i could be wrong i could be wrong uh it's just that it was showing some generic ones in the middle there was one here that was just called imagine slash rants book and it says comment your name what person you want it with and what type freaky cute funny etc freaky i want what person you want it with and what type freaky <laughs> um okay drab ah uh, drabble that's i want to imagine uh there's a queenie goldstein drabble beauty uh imagine young james potter petty fights oh this is the newt's commander i hate him author mm. so we missed queenie goldstein beauty was one in there um but that's it i'm not seeing any other queenie uh <laughs> once i scroll down further it's queen imagines like hanging out with the band queen oh <laughs> that's that's as far as it goes fantastic beast sucks no one likes fantastic beast is what i am gathering here mm-hmm. i i poked into the queenie goldstein one and it's just a it's just a paragraph about how you saw this lady and she was really hot. Okay. <laughs> Ladies things. Ladies things. Okay, let's let's get out of Fantastic Beatsville. Yeah, this, this sucks. Is, this town sucks. What do we want to look for? Snape imagines? Yeah, but I'm worried they're gonna be too horny. Well, we're gonna try and find some non-horny ones, yeah, just I... like we did with Newt. Okay, find me some non-horny Snape some, imagines. Some, or at least, like, like minimal horny. And I, it can be, like, a little bit, but... Yeah, we might not be able to avoid <laughs> full-on, like, completely horny. Just <laughs> a kiss on the forehead is okay, I guess. No, gro- <laughs> no groping or <laughs> anything like that. Yeah, okay. I want I want ones that are just like hanging out with Snape. Can I can I just search like hanging out with Snape? Yeah. Uh Oh, okay, here we go. A bunch of Severus Snape imagines written by me and there's different kinds. Friendship, romance, father-daughter. 
biggest alarm bells ring in my head. So <laughs> let's be friends. How about that? I, I have some bad news. What? <laughs> they've, they've not listed what each of them are. So this is going to be a little bit this of is, a... It's a little bit of a Russian roulette situation. <laughs> I guess we can kind of judge by the title, maybe. Oh, we can make a game. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yes. This is what we're, we're what we're doing for the rest of the segment because there's plenty of them here. Um. This is a game. We ha- we have to guess whether this is friendship, romance, or father daughter. Okay. Um. Table of contents. Number one is called Winter Cloak. Oh. See, this is good. This could go like this literally every way. This is I'm good. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna think this is a romance. I bet he. It's like you're cold, and he's like have my cloak you know Mm, yeah the problem see this is where i'm stuck because i think that like i'm cold here have my cloak works for all three of these yeah that's that that could be a romantic gesture that could be a friend gesture that could be a a a parental gesture that could go literally any of these ways oh the tangled webs we weave yeah um so you're voting romance yeah I'm going to vote friendship on this one. I also think because it's the first one, I think this person sat down to write this fic and probably had romance top of romance mind. Romance in mind. Yeah, that's that's fair. Okay, so I'm going I'm going to go friendship. Okay. Uh and you're voting romance on this one. Yep. Okay. I'm um, opening in another tab. <laughs> you are correct. It is romance. Yep. It is it is romance. Uh it is uh warnings, fluff, romance, love and cuteness. It's Christmas time and you spend some quality time with your boyfriend Severus. Finally. Okay. Do you want to read any Jesus Christ, this is long. <laughs> they wrote a story here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So point for you. Hold on. Thank let you. Me, let me let me uh let me just type up a little thing here. Okay, so you got one. And me, zero so far. Okay, uh, number two, scars tell a story. Oh, okay, so father-daughter's out on that okay. one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna laugh if they're just all romance. <laughs> <laughs> Every single one is romance. I think this could be friendship. Yeah. But like, pre-romance, right? Sure, maybe kind of riding the line a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, this sounds like... If if Snape is like taking the shirt off or whatever and is like, look at my cool scars, that's that's romance. Okay, territory. but okay, but what if he's getting back from his spy meeting, right? Mm. He's like he was spying and maybe someone did a little a cheeky little sword spell on him and he's like uh-huh. gone injured and you're maybe at the order and are like, Oh, take your shirt off. I'll oh, treat your wound. Just, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's just like a strictly platonic I could see that. I mean, pre romance, right? Yeah, it'll bud into a romance, perhaps. But but at this point, not yet. Okay, <laughs> I'm voting romance on. Okay, that okay. What are you voting? Uh, I'll I'll say friendship. Okay. Uh, this is romance. <laughs> They're all gonna be fucking. This romance. is romance because it's uh warnings, slight smut, kissing, Ooh. mentions of injury. Okay. <laughs> okay. So point for one me. to one. One to one. Number three, my hero. Father, daughter. Yeah. Also, is it literal? Is it like parental figure? Or is it like 
you're it, like i don't is I, reader the I, literal child for the sake of the game let's count it either way okay like if it's if it's like yeah if it's like father figure i think that still counts mm-hmm. for the for the for all intents and purposes here sure um for my hero i'm gonna go with romance just because like that's the classic thing you say right like oh my hero i could see it that's that's uh, okay although i guess some i guess someone's parent could be their hero i'm like dad you're my hero Mm -hmm. that's that's where i'm coming from okay so you're going parent yeah okay and i'm going romance my hero I'm sorry. Another point for me. This is. It's this all, is. It's all gonna be romance. This is romance. Contains flirting, jealousy, romance, surprises, kissing, swearing, almost groping. <laughs> no, not swearing. Swearing and almost groping. Almost groping. <laughs> okay, a point for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next, I like you too. This seems obvious. I think and this is going to be romance. In fact, it's so obvious, I'm almost tempted to change mine to friendship. Mm. Because perhaps it is like, a, oh, I, you know, don't worry. Don't be scared of me. I, I want to be your friend, too. Right. We're kind of juking here. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to go romance on this one. Yeah. Okay. I, I think that I'm being a fool here, but I'm going to go friendship on sure. this one. Uh okay, I'm gonna have to do a little investigation on this one because the <laughs> tags the tags don't make it clear this oh, time. Oh, what are the tags? Bullying, swearing, and arguing. Oh, this might be a friendship. The reader finds out that her twin brother has been bullying her friend. Oh, and crush. She immediately puts a stop to it and reveals her feelings to Severus. You you sitting in courtyard with your friend Severus. Yeah. Ooh, how do we count this? Because, okay, because you're, you're sitting in the courtyard with your friend, Severus, and it, you were both it studying. Depends on, it depends on how the scene plays out, I think. You had met some of your friends in there, George and Jessica. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Let's skip to the my end good, here. My good friends, George and Jessica. Why are you defending him? James asked, glaring at you. Because he's my friend, you replied. <sighs> and he actually bothers with me, unlike you and Regulus. <sighs> it's friendship. It's friendship. I, I'm I'm scrolling down. I think we might get both because it said friend and crush, but I don't know if that's two people. Uh, Severus sat down next to you and it was silent for a few minutes. Thank you. Your name for defending me, he said. He would thank never say for, that. Thank you for rescuing he, me. He would never say that. Uh, I'm not in the mood to be lied to. Uh, <laughs> why didn't you tell me it was my brother? You asked. I guess your brother was bullying him. Oh. Uh, he struggled and looked away. Sev, you warned, I am not in the mood to be lied to. He sighed and looked at you. Would you of believe me? He asked. Okay, you thought that was fair, but you think you would have. I don't know, you replied honestly. He nodded. I'm sorry, you said. He looked at you confused. What are you sorry for? He asked. Tell me, is there going to be a... Oh, okay, yeah, no, I think we both get a point here. Mm-hmm. You don't deserve it, Sev. You managed to calm yourself down. And I like you, you say, looking away. 
You had liked him ever since you became friends first year, and maybe you even loved him. You never told him because he liked, even loved Lily, so you kept it quiet. You didn't know why you were just admitting it to him now. Groping is still on the table. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm going to give us both a point on that Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um... Next, surprised. This is very vague. That is very vague. Surprised, huh? Hmm. I, I just, I feel like it's inevitable for the father-daughter thing, right? Like, if it's in the, if it's in the summary, and then it's like, maybe, maybe surprise, it's your birthday, and yeah. your dad, Snape, got you a gift. Yeah. Surprise. That, that tracks... It's so boring, though. Uh, I see. I'm torn between that and I'm torn between answering that it's romance and you're surprised that Snape has feelings for you. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, Yeah, I'm going to vote romance on this one. I'm going to vote father daughter just because I feel like it's inevitable. It has to show up at some point, right? Yeah, Yeah, I'm terrified. (laughs) I would like it to be this. Okay, this is another one we're going to need to do a little... I'm very confused. Okay, hold on. I'm, I'm going to walk you through everything I read here. Warnings. Gasps, surprises, kissing, fluff, laughs, implied sex. Summary. The readers, students, and the teaching staff find out that she is married to Professor Snape. Oh, and... She- okay, so yes, it is It is. It, it is, is romance. romance. Okay. It is romance. I was right. Damn. You're married to Snape in this one. Wonderful. Uh, next, Red Rose. I'm going to go ahead and say romance for that one. Yeah, I'm going to say romance on this one. Red Rose. Yes. Yep. Reader and Severus have had a, had a relationship for around five to six months. They've been intimate a few times. <laughs> <laughs> Thank Just you a for... few. Just a few. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> okay, so we both get a point on that one. Next. And I love our child. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder. I wonder what this one's going to (laughs) be. Feeling like something romantic happened. Yeah, I'm going to vote romance on this one. I'm assuming you are too. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, Yes, your husband Severus. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, yep. So we both get a point. Been intimate several times. <laughs> I love that they had to specify. <laughs> you can count it on one hand, but it is more than once. <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, here's another one. The ne- the next one is called Second Child. Mm. <laughs> How did that I'm, happen? I, you know, I'm just going to excise that one from the game, I think. <laughs> uh, let me just double check. Yes. Yes, you are, uh, you are, we're, I'm just going to give us both another point on that one. We don't even need to vote. That's romance. Okay, next, nightmare. Uh-oh. Is this the father-daughter one? Is this the father-daughter? Are you, are you saying, Snape, I had a nightmare. Can I, can I sleep on the couch or something? Right. My room is haunted. There's a bog art in my room. Uh-huh. Um, hmm. Nightmare. Nightmare, huh? Are you voting father-daughter on this one? 
Yeah. I feel like that's the obvious thing, and I want to do it, but I, I just... It just, just has to happen. It has to happen, and we've only got a few left, so this is probably where it's going to happen. But I'm going to vote romance. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going to vote, vote oh, romance. Oh, my husband Severus! I had a terrible nightmare that we've divorced. Exactly, or like, oh, I woke up and had a nightmare. <laughs> my husband Severus has to comfort me. Yeah. With, with almost groping. <laughs> okay. We've been uh, intimate several times. We've been intimate several times, and I still have these nightmares. <laughs> okay, we're gonna do nightmare. So I'm voting romance. You're voting father daughter. This is a nightmare. I win. I God win. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> Warnings, fluff, kissing, com- comfort, slight smut. Summary Severus has been suffering from nightmares ever he since. He has. That- he's having a nightmare. What a twist. <laughs> what a twist. Uh, his wife, the reader, comforts him. Twist. <laughs> what's the I slight can't believe this. What's well- the slight smut? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he his hand slips under your top. Okay, I'm, I'm closing this one. <laughs> the next one is called But I'm Glad. Friendship? Yeah. This I hate is, this. This, this is, is so vague. cursed. This is vague. I'm, you know, I'm going to vote. I'm going to do the vote you did last time. Okay. And I'm going to vote father-daughter because it has to show up at some fucking point. Okay, so you're voting friendship. I'm voting father-daughter. Uh, okay, but I'm glad. Let's see. Summary, the reader starts to date James, but overhears that he was just using her. It's fucking romance, isn't it? She ignores him and the others, leading her to grow closer to Severus. God damn it. It's romance. Zero points for both of us. Zero points. Neither of us get one that time. Okay. The last one. (laughs) Is so, called. Sh- oh, was sorry. The daughter, was the author just leaving the door open? Like maybe. <laughs> when was this last updated? This is number one in in a collection of uh, Snape imagines. Mm. Um. So the last one is called "She's Ours," and it's split into two parts. Um, she's our daughter that's what i'm thinking <laughs> so romance so romance i have to vote romance on this one wait is is the father daughter tag just because like in some of the stories you have a child with snape like there is a daughter or child involved a bunch of severus snape imagines written by me friendship romance father daughter no see i to me that implies father-daughter relationship that snape's fatherly arms snape's fatherly arms exactly okay uh i'm voting romance yeah definitely okay she's ours <laughs> yes it is romance <laughs> but this summary is incredible the reader finds out she's pregnant after Snape died. Five months no! later, she, she finds out that he is very much alive. And a vampire? <laughs> oh, that would be even Vampire better. baby. Vampire baby. Uh, okay, so we both get a point on that one. And then I guess 
uh, for part two, I mean, it's going to still be romance, right? So. Yeah. Snape's vampire baby. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. So we, we, we have reached the final tally. There was not a single father daughter story in there. (laughs) There were some that were like on the line of being friendship, but were mostly romance. I feel, I feel tricked. Yeah. I, I feel misled by this author note a mm-hmm. little bit. Mm-hmm. So at the end, you scored one, two, three, four, five, six points. And I scored one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight points. Wow. Uh, so I apparently am the Snape Imagines master. Guess today. so. <laughs> Who would have thought? Oh my god the um the recommendeds in the sidebar are are amazing uh we've got severus snape boyfriend scenarios mm. got severus snape imagines uh severus snape uh and student reader i'm hoping that those are not romance they probably are <laughs> and the top one is called dark souls Ooh, this is a severus snape x reader you were raised in a cell. <laughs> no. You start off a little rock at rock at Hogwarts. What? Wait, what? You start off a little rock at Hogwarts. I'm a rock? But soon lighten up and enjoy your time there. I do not own HP. Oh, Rocky. Oh, you start, start off, off a Rocky. little rocky at Hogwarts. They just <laughs> forgot the why. It's a typo. I was like, you're a little rock at Hogwarts. <laughs> you are just a tiny pebble. All right. Well, what a what a beautiful dip back into the world of Imagine. It's been way too long. I'm excited to get back into these. Wattpad is such an incredible website. I love that they were trying to crowdsource the next Harry Potter, and this is what they get. This is what they get. They they get after. Which, by the way, did you see that someone messaged us to, to, to let us know there are three after movies now? That's amazing. They like, they, like, released that second one, and then I get maybe they shot them back to back. I don't know, but there are apparently three of them now. Well, it's probably gone beyond the story as I know it. <laughs> well, I right, only read the, f- the first 700-page novel. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, incredible. What Wattpad is the future of, of media, whether we like it or not, and I think it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I think I think I think we'll dip our toes back into more imagines soon. But for now, we've gone been going pretty long. What do you say we take it to the close? Sure. Our theme song is Hot McGonagall by Cheshire Moon. Huge thanks to them, as always, for getting us as their theme song. You can find them on Bandcamp, and you can find us at patreon.com slash readcast. You can find tons and tons of back bonus content there for you, more podcasts, uh, videos, and uh, early main episodes. And Liz, what are we going to read next week? We're reading chapter 36. It's called The Flaw in the Plan. The Flaw in the Plan. This is the one with the title I remember. It's a cool, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty cool sounding. It sounds pretty sick. It's also the last chapter, other yes. than the epilogue. Right. And I'm assuming that the epilogue is probably going to be its own thing. Yeah. Uh, maybe like tied with a recap or something. Sure. But, but, but this is, for all intents and purposes, like the end of the Bane chapter. So that's kind of exciting. Woo! Are you, are you, or how are you feeling about getting 
getting to the flaw in the plan. I can't wait to find out what it is. I can't wait to find out how this chapter resolves everything going on in this book. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to... So, wait, there's only one more? There's not one in between this and the epilogue? That is correct. Wow. Okay, so we have got to do the Nagini stuff. We've got to do Not My Daughter, You Bitch. We've got to do Voldemort's speech to the Slytherins. We've got to do the duel. We've got to do... Grop's in here. Oh, some goodness time. gracious. We've got, we've got to do Harry getting rid of the Hallows. And presumably, like, them going home and saying what a great adventure we had. How long is this chapter? Not, not actually that long. Oh, okay. I am extremely intrigued. But nonetheless, please read another book. Please read another book. But there's a lady there makes Ocean Raw seem tame. But I know what you're after if you catch a eye. Because this hot mama is just a cat in disguise.